something good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right. All right. We good? We're good. We had some problems on the station a little bit earlier today. We think that we're good. We think we're connected. We think we're ready to roll. That's good news. It is uh, Monday, September 26th. Welcome into the Mike Rutherford Show. It doesn't matter, really, if we are. It does. It does. Well, no one's listening. Oh, hi, it's, Mom. <laughs> it's Victory Monday. We're feeling good. People are excited. The text line seems to indicate that lots of people are listening. So we're feeling good. We're ready to go. Right. We're 3 to 5 today. A short show. Last couple of days of the Louisville Bat season. So we will, after Wednesday, I believe, it's going to be business as usual from this point forward. As Trevor just drills his mic. I know. Mic. my hand. We'll be three to six (laughs) after Wednesday in Gwinnett. We will be three to six every day for the foreseeable future, which is good news. Hopefully for you guys, not so great news for us. We'll miss the the short shows, but that's okay. We're gonna we're we're here for you. You're gonna miss that hour that you pretend you're supposed to be at work, but you're actually you know go home early. You just go and sit in the car for an hour and relax. That's not true. Mary Mary knows very well what time (laughs) I'm off every day. That would not fly. What about that day you're like, Trevor? Can you just play a replay of the show for last hour so it sounds like I'm on the air? I'm I'm gonna go to the movie. I'm gonna see Spider Man. I wish. Uh, <laughs> I want to see Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. Uh, we're on for three to five today, though. We have plenty to get to in those two hours. Obviously, we're celebrating a big victory, literally, over the weekend. Louisville takes down South Florida 41-3. to That will uh, you know, probably warrant most of the attention on today's show, but there are a couple of other things to get to. And, of course, as always, we want to hear from you on the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. Text into the show. Uh, and while you're at it, download the Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money every time you need to fuel up at one of the 86,717 area Thornton's locations. It'll also save you money inside uh, when you hit up Thornton's for you know, the best gas station food you can find in this city or any other city. They have dedicated employees that are dedicated just solely to making sure they got the best food inside. Great donuts, great coffee in the morning, great afternoon snacks as well. They got breakfast sandwiches, they got normal sandwiches, they got everything you could possibly want. And that's why we're happy to have them sponsoring our text line. Again, 502 414 1450. CK, Trevor Kelsey with me as always behind the glass, staring at his phone. I'm assuming that means the Cardinal Insider has just arrived. Almost done. He I almost, was actually doing almost it. Almost done last. with it. I was doing it before the show started, actually. I'm, I'm mixing, pull, pull back the curtain for the, little, the, the technical talk. I'm mixing it down and moving it over right now. Just a little mixing. Just a little mixing on a Monday. A little mixing. No big deal. How are you this morning? Oh, Joe Mixon. After- well, morning for you. Afternoon for the rest of us. Well, you know, it's, it is morning in Hawaii, too. Troy called at 220. He was like, Matt Dennison had a little bit of an issue with the show today. Uh, could, couldn't connect. So Trevor's going to have to come in a little bit early and check it out. I was like, I'm sure he's just waking up. I'll text him. This is like 220. <laughs> uh, you texted me right at 230. I did. And I was walking out of my bedroom to put my shoes on and walk out the door. Because <laughs> I, I got to be up there by 235. Because I've learned if I'm not, I got to be up by 235 because... The, the new traffic. The, yeah, the the, uh, the traffic guard in front of Westport who, you know, depending on... Hates you. But hates me but loves everyone else. Uh, she she comes out there right about 235, so I got I to gotta beat her before she starts gathering up all the traffic and I can't get out. And She's ruining your, your afternoon. Oh, man, she's making me get Slash up morning. five minutes earlier. I mean... Ridiculous. Kind of, I mean... Awful. Kind of, kind of communist city do we live in? How was your weekend, my friend? It was good. I had a good weekend, actually. I mean, obviously, you know, yours was 50-50, but, you know, in terms of sports. But 
I'm sorry about the loss today. Yeah, well, you know, hey, I told you the offense would be good. You're going to have trouble outscoring people. But the uh, Eagles are 3-0, best team in the NFC, maybe the best team in the NFL this year. Should have lost a lot of week one. I'm sure right. we're, sure we're going to – I'll be – you know, you'll be without me during February next year while I'm in Arizona for the Super Bowl. That's fine. Uh, Jalen Hurts carrying my fantasy team, by the way. I thought you were just like you – know, that's probably like ready to get rid of me for a few weeks. No, like, I'm damn. happy for you. I'm happy okay, for you. Okay, yeah, thanks, buddy. Like, if that winds up happening, I'll, I will – You I'll gladly, tomorrow. I'll <laughs> gladly let you go cover the Super Bowl if that's, uh, if that's what's going to happen. Uh, and then obviously, as you mentioned, and we'll talk about in more detail, I'm sure, you know, Saturday was a good day as well. Very good day. With uh, the exception of I, – I have gone the same pattern of still betting against Louisville. I and, told you not to. In this case, well – I mean, this wasn't just like a jinx thing to get them to win. I really didn't think they'd cover. I uh, You weren't alone, even though I tried to tell you. I, that, I that's, where, that's where we'll start the conversation, because I, I so rarely get to do this. I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> you, you, I think, did you, you were even pretty close in the score, right? Well, I gave South Carolina too, uh, South Florida a little bit too yeah, much credit. I said 45-20. Is, Jerry, is there a quarterback out there worse maybe than Jerry Bohannon? He, I mean, how did he put up such good numbers at Baylor? He didn't even put up He was like 18-7 and seven in touchdown to interceptions last year. His only year starter, though. His numbers actually weren't that good at Baylor. Really? He got so much credit for being like a, a dynamic player at Baylor. Like, unless I looked at someone's the wrong stats in some way, like he was started, he had one year as starter and it was. He was not good. Yeah, it was not. He was not good against Louisville. Well, I, I, I have at the beginning. Let's not just jump right in. Yeah, I mean, it's just, we'll, I'm just we'll saying. start at the beginning. As which, long as we can meet quarterbacks on that level, we're going to have a good season, my friend. Which is, you know, and I told you so. <laughs> I'll say it again because I rarely get to do it. I do it less than you. I had it. Like, like, <laughs> I'm learning about Scott Satterfield. He has perplexed me for four years. I think I'm finally starting to fix it up. And I, I said, whenever Louisville's in a situation where they can kind of annoy the fan base a little bit, whether it's a big win, big loss, narrow win, narrow loss, they're going to find that way. And I said, you may think that, that losing this game is the best way to annoy the fan base. No, 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 no. Because losing the game provides in like, like, Clarity, right? If you lose that game, you're one and three. It's over. Nobody's holding out hope anymore. The the few who are doing the you know support the team are still just doing it because it's it's what you're supposed to do, which is fine. But nobody in their back of their minds is going to be like, we can turn this around. Satterfield's still the guy. You lose that game, everybody knows the answer about where this thing is headed. If you win and you win big, it's great. But also, everybody wants to see it in the bigger games because we've seen this before. Last year's Duke game is the one that comes to mind. It's been brought up a lot. And I said, this is exactly what's going to happen. We're going to win this game big. Malik's going to ball out. And people are going to be like, cool, but... And that's going to be the overwhelming theme, overwhelming theme coming into Monday, which is exactly what we've seen. So I feel good about that. I did not think the defense would play as well as they did. We will talk about that. I also didn't think that South Florida was as bad as, as they were going to be. How the hell do they almost beat Florida? I don't know. The only thing that I can, I can, I can fathom is once you get them outside of the state of Florida... They just fall on their faces. I didn't realize, and I, I didn't mention this on Friday, they had lost, they have lost now 18 straight road games. They haven't won a road game of any sort since October of 2019. It's a bad team outside. It's a, it's a bad, bad team. for that last team. East Carolina. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's a bad team in Tampa. It is a abysmal team when you get them outside of the Sunshine State. I don't know if that was why they were able to play so close to Florida. I don't know if Florida was looking ahead. I think Florida just has a knack of keeping every game within like five points. I guess. All, every game they played has been a one position game this year. Yeah, but but besides South Florida, they played three good teams. You know, but yeah, it's probably, South Florida is the only team they're supposed to walk no reason, over. No reason to buck a trend. But the fact that Louisville, I mean Louisville, we shouldn't just brush aside the fact that U of L not only took care of business, but I mean won a game by thirty eight points. This was 
the type of game that we have seen a few times under Scott Satterfield where you're playing an overmatched team, you're supposed to take care of business, and you do. To his credit, when Louisville has been in these types of situations, they have not fallen flat on their face, which we've seen a lot of teams throughout the country do. Um, I mean, Miami loses to Middle Tennessee. That was an embarrassing loss. By a Middle Tennessee team that, by the way, lost 44-7 to James Madison, which, by the way, Uh, I know know you saw it, yeah. I'm I'm telling you, dumbest scheduling move of all time. I mean, talking about just such a bitter, so you're so excited for Louisville's victory, and you tune in, I I, I, I look at the scores later at night, and I see they beat Epson, I'm like, 29 straight. Somebody just pooping my cereal. At 29 Why are we? Why are we playing this game? Probably Miami gave up five touchdowns on, and six first downs. <laughs> I kind of wish we played Miami this year. Miami does this thing. They're really good before they lose their first game. The second they lose that first game, they're like, it collapses. No, whatever. This, this thing's dumb anyway. I'm going to go home. Like that, that's, <laughs> that's who Miami is every year. And they'll come back. They'll get up for a big game a, a couple of weeks from now, and they'll beat somebody that's pretty good by several touchdowns. But this is what Miami does now. This is their mentality. But Louisville coming out, I think defensively, I know Jerry Bohannon, you mentioned is terrible. The other guy they brought in, Katarvis Drake or whatever his name was, was, was not much better either. I, I did like Dallas uh, Jones's quote after the game, or Dorian jo- Jones's quote after the game being like, I saw that he was scared. And that just made me want to get to the quarterback even more. He's like, he's like, I could tell he was nervous. And he did look nervous. Like, Jerry Bohannon was just waiting for the pass rush every time. But you do have to at least give the defense credit. And I know every comment that we make today is going to come with the, you know, the, the, the just presume the prefacing of we want to see it against a better opponent. But you do have to give them credit for just not giving up USF, not giving them an inch on, on offense. This is a USF team that had run the ball really effectively, even against BYU where they got blown out. They averaged something like, I think, 5.6 yards per play. They clearly had good offense against uh, Florida, and then their the, the one game they won against Howard, their offense was, was good. And Louisville held them to what, what, a ridiculous amount, uh, like 1.8 yards per play or something absurd. They couldn't get anything going on the ground. They couldn't get anything going through the air. And you have to at least say, again, with the, the addendum of we want to see it in bigger games, Props to the UFL defense for an outstanding effort. Probably should have been a shutout. USF, no pride whatsoever. Just kicks the field goal down down 28-0 in the game, clearly in doubt. They're just trying to get on the scoreboard. For all intents and purposes, it was basically a defensive shutout. They, the UFL defense deserves the, their flowers this, this afternoon. Offensively, Malik, dynamic on the ground as well, uh, as per usual. The other running backs have played pretty well. Ty Evans did fumble again, which is a becoming an issue now. He's played three games here at Louisville. He's fumbled in two of them. And the fumble kind of looked like the one against UCF as well. If there's one thing to nitpick offensively, Malik still missed a couple of, of wide open deep balls. Like did not look great throwing the ball. A lot of his passing stats were just kind of simple throws over the middle or simple dumps off that uh, picked up some big yards late. I thought if I brought that up, you were going to get mad at me. No, it's it's, okay. it's a fair thing to critique because, I mean, hell, the, the one touchdown pass he did throw, he damn near overthrew Jalen Carter. I know. <laughs> That's the same thing, too. Okay, like that was it. He made a hell of a catch to, to make that play. And then he, oh, he overthrew Amari Huggins Bruce, who was wide open at one point. And then I think Braden Smith on the other throw, like he should have had three long touchdown passes and he just. He just overthrew them, and and that has to get better if we're going to win games that are more important down the line. If we're going to have a, a season where we win six, seven, eight games, he's going to have to hit on those open shots. So besides that, I mean, Malik, two hundred ninety-nine yards of total offense, four total touchdowns. He clearly, yeah, you know, is going to get it done with his feet. Now, I think that U of L has we're four games in. We know that this whole we're not going to let Malik run it as much on design quarterback runs thing. Is was short lived. It didn't last past the Syracuse game, really. 
it's we are at our best when Malik is is making plays with his feet. That's that's who we are. It's what we have to embrace at this point. Is he going to make some throws? Are we going to ask him to throw the ball? Of course. But we are at our best when Malik is getting out there and making plays on the ground. And if, again, if we're going to have a successful season, that's the offense to me. Let's stop. Would love to have Tyon Evans carry the ball 30 times for 500 yards and have Malik just sit back there and pocket pass all game long. It's not who we are. It's not who we're going to be. I just wonder what like convinced them to think it would be. <laughs> it took one game what, what, for the opposite what, to be true. Well, I mean, was the practice? I mean, because it was against our own defense that they made him like the all offseason. They're like, Malik's looking like a really good pocket passer out there now. Maybe, maybe, maybe I think we can be a, a drop back passing team. May or maybe they thought Zion <laughs> Evans was just going to like be dominant in, in this run game. Maybe they thought, they thought they had the right combination of offensive line and running back to just be able to have a traditional run game that was going to put up. I don't know, 220 yards on the ground every every Saturday between um, Evans and you know, Travion Cooley and Jawar Jordan and uh, Jalen Mitchell, and that has not – those guys have been good, but that has not come to fruition yet. Like, they're we're at our best when, when opposing defenses are having to respect Malik, which I don't know what USF was doing. Every time we did one of those little options, they were just focusing so heavy on the pitch man. I'm like, focus on Malik. What are you doing? Like, make him this pitch is the a, ball. This is like the one game a year he looks good. He, yeah, I mean, well, I mean <laughs> yeah. running the ball, he, he always looks good running. And he, oh, yeah. he definitely ran it very well against FSU uh, the week before. But throwing is – it's got to be better if we're going to get better moving forward. But 41-3. to I mean, I want to be positive, but I'm, I mean and, – and, You're where everybody is. And here's the thing. I just want to be like – like I know you want to – and you just – I guess the defense deserves a pound of back. The, the team deserves slightly – you know, a pound of back. But I just want to – not to sound like the complete DB, but I'm like – you, you did what you're supposed to do. Like this is a team you're supposed to beat like this. Like the, well, not that badly. I mean, we're two touchdown two favorites. We won by 38. I mean, well, we were only two touchdown favorites because we pooped the bed so many times the first three weeks of the season. Well, but now you, you can't do that. Like you, I mean, we go in three and zero, like we maybe could be or should be or two and one at but least. We weren't. I mean, we're probably a bigger favorite. Well, of course. Like if I mean, we win every game, we're going to be a bigger favorite. Well, but we were two touchdown favorites. We won by 38. Like this is. That's more than taking care of business. That's an actual absolute ass whooping. I mean, it was taking. I saw taking care of business, which is what we should do. And I, I just, I mean, I don't know. You really want a cookie for doing what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> well, take your butt over to Zebos. You get yourself a cookie if you do what you're supposed to do. Then yeah. I mean, if the, if this team, to use your analogy, if this team had done what it was supposed to do and where they were four and zero, yeah, I'd be giving them cookies left and right. Like, well, they're four and zero would be different. But I mean, I, just, I I can't get it. I can't just get overly excited. And it's going to be hard because Boston College is is bad, but they also have some playmakers that could make our weekend a living hell. Yeah, Louisville BC is. Obviously, we'll focus more on that as the week goes on. But but Louisville, a, a 16 and a half point favorite is what it opened up as. That's more than they were favored to beat South Florida by at home. I mean, I'm already betting BC now. Again, though, I'm thinking. So I have so la- all last week. I was like, everybody's like, oh, we're not going to cover, we're not going to cover. I'm like, we're going to cover. Like this is what we do. This game, look, we don't cover on the road. We may win some games on the road. We're not going to cover it as a as a favorite. This game will be closer than than two touchdowns. I'm, just, I'm calling it right now. Boston College has been abysmal so far this season. They got blown out by VT. They lost to a Rutgers team that was missing like 17 starters. Florida State could have beaten them by 60 over the weekend. Yeah, I watched some of that game. Filtrakovich has been bad, uh, but also he's getting. I, I saw he's getting more 
I think, pressured on like 44% of his dropbacks, which is the highest percentage of any quarterback in all of the FBS. Their offensive line is terrible. And they've got good receivers. They've got good defensive backs. I know Keith Wynn was talking about this yesterday. Zay Flowers is yeah, that's... one of the best wide receivers in the country. But like they can't get anything going because they can't block anybody. So, Brian Brown, if you're listening to this, I love the fact that you saw a wounded duck this weekend against South Florida. You saw a wounded animal, and you were like, pressure, 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 pressure. And look what happened. They scored three points. This weekend against a BC team that cannot block anybody. If you don't bring pressure again, I don't know what to tell you. If you sit back there and let like let Phil Dracovich take 30 seconds to throw the ball, I, you should be fired before halftime. Pressure this guy. Keep bringing heat. Keep bringing the guys on the outside. Keep letting your D-line, your front seven do their thing. Like Let's get to Phil Dracovich and, and not let him look any better. He has, for all the his accolades... He has the lowest quarterback rating in the ACC. He's 14th out of, out of 14 signal callers. Brennan uh, Armstrong, by the way, at Virginia, was so good. He's 13th uh, in, in total QBR. Malik is 7th for those wondering. But the, he, like, Virginia's he has been, OC a little more important than maybe they thought he was. When we see this last week, like and Virginia, uh, I mean, you know, they, they play Syracuse on Friday night. Syracuse gets that win. They're 4-0. They're nationally ranked in the coaches' poll now. Um, it's just sometimes coordinator sh- shifts are as big as you want them to be as a fan base. And well, Robert and I seems to be that kind of exception. What scares me about BC is not it's not Jerkovic, but it's it's Zay Flowers. I mean, we we, we made a six seven wide receiver look like the next Harold Carmichael and he's not that good. With a with a backup quarterback, we can make Flowers look like the, the second or third round pick he was projected to be coming into the season. Yeah, you give him time. Yeah. But, but, but you know what we'll worry about that on Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, Absolutely. Friday. That's when we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll be all you know be the negative Nancy's of the group. Or at least I will be probably because I'm still have little confidence, but it's it's time to be excited now because we did get a win. Let, let's enjoy them because God knows they're going to be few and far between. Probably thank you. Forty-one three. <laughs> not going to be too many more of them. <laughs> Why are you so down? I'm just. I'm. I don't know. I just. I. I gotta. I'm. I'm like. I'm like Randy Quaid in Major League Two right now. You're. You're kind of becoming a curmudgeon. Like you. Did, well, you I never just, get happy about anything anymore. No. Well, I do get happy. I just. I don't want to be. Like again, you've seen Randy Quaid. You see Major League Two, right? Yes. Randy Quaid's all excited. They signed Jack Parkman. They're going to go to the World Series. I don't know why he wasn't in the first one, but he wasn't. And you know that they suck again. Yada yada yada. The storyline. And he's like so negative until the very end. Until you know, Ricky tells him to take it and shove it, and he That's goes back you. out there as well. Thing. I'm Randy Quaid. Yeah. And it's not great without for radio. the insanity off the you know off the set, but even <laughs> I'm getting the beard going. The, that's that's. I mean, I just. I'm like. I'm listen. I've been down this. I've been burned. I, I know how it. I. I just. I, I. I can't get overconfident. Like I can be excited. I'm happy we won. Well, that's all we need right now. Like, I did. It, it's I just, Monday. We, I know. Because we're all in the same boat. Everybody. Like I said, you could preface every single comment. We're not going to do that, even though we're we're kind of doing it now. Yeah. With like, we want to see it in bigger. It's hard everybody not to. knows it. Like everybody knows where we are. We're talking about this game solely though. Saturday, winning by 38 points. It was a nice. They did what they had to do, which was try to start. Like, you weren't going to win anybody back on Saturday. Maybe a few people are like, hey, I'm back all in. But like, I've seen Louisville fans doing the straw man argument where they're like, of course now like everybody's back in. We love this guy. We're going to win. Like Nobody's doing that. Everybody is of the same belief at this point, which is it was great to win a game by 38 points over a below average team. We all want to see it. We haven't won an ACC game yet. We want to see it in games that matter. We want to see it this weekend against BC, which will be a nice step in the right direction, even though BC is maybe the worst team in the ACC or second to worst team in the ACC. And then you play a Virginia team that 
was right there against Syracuse, played that team much, much tougher than you did, will be a, a tough challenge on the road in two weeks. And if you win that game and you're 4-2, and two, I think then you start to look at the second half of the season and say, okay, I want to see it. Against all these ranked teams that we have in the back half of the season, we want to see it. Nobody's trying to – I don't think there's any Louisville fan who was like, I was all out on set, but now I'm all the way back in. No, no, it, that, that's not happening right now. That, People poor, are, that poor person's got a hell of a life, man. It's, I mean, the, the drugs are just swaying that person in one extreme every single week. Like, there are people who are kind of like, okay, we'll see. But like, you weren't going to win the fan base back with this game. You, I, you weren't. You, you could have won by 70, and the same would be true. They did it as much as they could, and this was all about starting the process of hopefully saving this thing. While there are very few negatives, Setti's giving you point out the one where, despite the, the the domination, we probably should have put another seventeen on because of the missed throws by by Cunningham. The other problem I had, and this shouldn't come as a shock to you, so being a noon game, I, I worried that I may oversleep. That it is it is a possibility. So I was like, you know what, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna set the game up to record because I was kind of up late Friday night anyway. Go on to Bally Sports, you know, South Florida at Louisville. Oh, set the game up to record. Let's put it an hour later. Add an hour to the record time just in case because we might put up a lot of points or give up a lot of points. Either way, someone's probably scoring a lot of points in this game, I assumed. Went to bed. Well, I did wake up a little late, circa around two-ish. And I was like, no big deal. Take my time, stretch, you know, yawn. Do a little, uh, little, little poop and a shave and... You know, get you know, get get take my time getting to the getting to the room to watch the game. And I turn it on, and there's tennis. That whole time I was like, "This is an, a very long winded way of saying you didn't get to watch the game." Oh no, I watched it. I had just had to go. I, I, I just waited. I just waited until it ended and then watched the replay on the ESPN app. Oh. Which, when you watch replay on the ESPN app, it actually works. It's the watching the live stuff usually is, the, is oh. when it, you have the issues. I know Kentucky fans apparently had a bigger bigger issue than I I have in the past with ESPN this week, but so I wanted you know give a shout out to Bally Sports, the South Florida cable networks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we knew it was going to be bad. What we, was it? What, what Bally's was it even on? And it, 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 was it on TV? Yeah, it was on Bally Sports uh, South uh, or Bally Sports Ohio. Like any, any of the Bally there's Sports two Bally's, and the one that says it was on, I recorded, and it was nothing but tennis and poker the entire broadcast. That's weird. It should have been on. Uh, I know. So I, know I guess so, they moved it to another channel, but put a wrong description on there. I know some people had it. Um, I mean, I'm sure it was on the other one. I just they. Describe they they mixed up the I'm sure the uh, it's supposed to be on all of them so I, I know some people had issues but those people that I saw were people from outside the city so I, I guess it was blacked out in other areas I don't know what's going on but this is I mean Bell is just awful I think they're they're getting a deal done the ACC is that hopefully is going to remove all these regional sports network games from the the former Fox affiliates they still have that deal oh, where they have to like have I think like a certain amount of a small amount of football games every year. And then a small amount of basketball games. And this contract is supposed to run, I think, through 2026. So as of right now, Ugh. like we're going to have some Bally games for the foreseeable future. But the, the, at last, you know, the, the update, like this was like uh, two or three weeks ago, ACC was trying to get out of this deal. And I think other conferences were as well. So hopefully we can get past this. Next two weeks, we are noon games, but we are ACC Network. They announced today the Virginia games, uh, third straight nooner. But maybe, I don't know, maybe noon kickoffs just suit us better because the the, the primetime games besides UCF didn't go great, and now we've got a, a big-time no. win at noon. <laughs> we you always want to play. We know Malik doesn't like the pressure sometimes. <laughs> Yo, why are you so negative? Like The text what? line just blowing you up. Are, like, you're just, you're just, Bring it. It's Monday after a 38-point win. We don't need that. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
Well, you you, just, you are that fan who's just like, just, I'm never happy for no reason. Oh, I'm happy. I just give me a good reason. You're not happy. We won by 38. You want to talk Philadelphia Eagles? I'll be happy. I think you would be happier if we lost. Well, financially, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm betting against the I'm team. Betting against the team, but I mean, I wanted to win, and I'm glad they won the way they did. I'd rather them win this way than win in a close game. Just be happy for one day. It's a celebration uh, day. You can be curmudgeon and taking your, like little pot shots after every comment the rest of the week. It's a, it's a celebration day. We, is it we a can, pot shot when it's the truth? Yes. Okay. Yes. The, I didn't know if they were they go hand in hand because it's not. not necessary. You don't have like you can just say good things for like one day. You don't have to do the whole like. So bullet. a pot shot can be truthful. It just is, is just unnecessary. It's it nothing to do. Like the, the man had four total touchdowns. He was the best player on the field this past weekend. Yeah, he's had bad games under big time lights, but we don't need to mention it today. You don't have to. do It's <laughs> unnecessary. Put our head in the sand. Okay. Not putting our head in the sand. <laughs> it's focusing on one thing. Like you can you can always find something negative. Which a lot of fans will do. I don't understand the mentality, but they will always try to find something negative. And there are UK fans who are like, "We suck our offensive line." I'm like, "You're four and zero in the top 10. Hey, you opened up. You you brought up the bad throws in the game, and I said but I wasn't. That's, that's and I said I wasn't going to. I said I wasn't going to bring it up. And but you that's op- critiquing things that actually happened. Take from your law school days. You opened up that door. That's not that. Now door. it came on through. There is a difference between talking about <laughs> things that happened in the actual game and being like, "Well, you always sucks under the big lights." Like that's just it's unnecessary. You don't yeah, need to make true, a comment. Though. But it's not, but it's not heavy a comment. It's not talking about the game. Notice you're mad that I'm letting it mention up mention it. You're not mad that it's not true. I, to, I I've said five <laughs> times. Yes, it's true, but it's not part of the conversation. Give me a six. What? Give me a six. I time. just did. That was it right there. <laughs> I'll take a break. When we come back, Thornton's sex line can let us know how they feel about this. 502-414-1450. I will talk more about the game as the uh, the show goes on. Also, a couple other notes. Lamar Jackson killing it in the NFL. I'm sure Trevor will have issues with him. He'll do the, well, he can't win games in the NFL playoffs, though. I want to see it. That'll be Trevor's thoughts. Uh, also, a move oh, Mike, made. I love everything. <laughs> no. I'm just talking about things that are, are somewhat ignore. positive. It's not ignoring. It's just leaving it out for the time being. Um also, move made in the ACC. Five-year anniversary of something also that affects Louisville. We'll talk about all that good stuff. We have an hour and a half left. I'm sure Trevor will find more ways to be negative and just bring everybody down today. Hour and a half left. 90 minutes. Mike Rutherford Show continues next. 1450 The Big X. song I wrote you might want to sing it note for note don't worry be happy in every life we have some trouble but when you worry you make it double don't worry be happy all right welcome back in Monday 26th uh, of September here on the Mike Rutherford show Celebrating or trying to celebrate a victory over USF. Also, we've got to give multiple other shout-outs. You know, we love volleyball. This is the home of uh, UFL Volleyball. We talk about it more here than I think any other radio show. Second-ranked cards sweep both uh, uh, Miami and Florida State over the weekend. Florida State on ESPN yesterday. Uh, they'll stay at number two in the country. Also, shout-out to John Michael Hayden, UFL Men's Soccer. On Friday night, they hosted a top 25 showdown. They were 25th in the country. They hosted number eight Pitt. They take down the Panthers 2-1. to one. 
to pick up a, a big-time victory in the ACC. I'm assuming they'll move up the rankings whenever those are released later this week. Props to both those two teams. A big weekend across the board for U of Athletics. All right, uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. We'll take your thoughts now as we move on with the conversation. Uh, Texter says, it's a long text to start. Uh, obviously, happy the cards won in a convincing way. Of course, we want to see it, this on a more consistent basis. My major positive takeaway is the run game. We had four guys with eight-plus carries, 283 yards on 46 rushes as a team. I think moving forward is trying to pound the ball as much as possible. Let's be real. Our best defense is going to be keeping the other team's offense off the field for as long as possible. A solid run game is something that can make that happen, especially mixing in three to five guys a game that can keep fresh legs will help. Yeah, I mean, we haven't mentioned his name, I think, outside of him passing, but Travion Cooley. This was the most we've seen of him so far this year, and he he took full advantage of his time out there. Um, actually led Louisville in rushing outside of Malik Cunningham. 11 carries, 75 yards, average 6.8 yards per carry. This may be, I don't know, a game that sort of spurs him to get more carries. He, he, he looked good. He ran hard. He took advantage of openings. And after Tyon Evans got benched for a little bit after his fumble, he was the guy who really stepped up. He looked like, a, I don't want to say feature back, but he was – Pretty damn good. Let's keep those uh those, those Twitter passive aggressive likes to a minimum. <laughs> I mean, Jordan are kind of like one A one B, right? With that and that like is our speed kind of guy. It seems like like Jordan. Like they're just gonna just kind of maybe feast. He was a hot hand in that game. I think you're probably right because Jordan started off the year as like the number two. Like he was the guy that came in after Tyne Evans came out, and he still had only three less carries than, than Cooley did yeah, this game. I mean, but Cooley didn't play at all the first two games, and now true. I feel like he's. He's getting a chance because some guys got. We had two running backs out last week, yeah. and he's taking advantage. He looks. I mean, I feel like we've been saying this now for for so long, and really it was just kind of last year throughout the season. But he has so much potential, and you can see it every now and then. It's just got to hold on to the ball, which was an issue last year. You've got to, I think, be consistent. But he's. I mean, he's right up there with Ty and Evans in terms of like overall potential. I'm still. I don't know if we'll ever get the consistency out of him and Jordan. But even if you don't, it's nice to have that guy that. If, you, if you're getting six games out of him like this, I'm happy. For sure. I mean, and Jordan always runs hard. He's He had the the one long run on Saturday. Didn't really do much outside of that, but he was he's always going to give you that. He's like 24, isn't he? He's got to be up there. He's redshirt junior. <laughs> Three-time redshirt. Three-time redshirt junior. <laughs> also, we have not mentioned this yet. We probably should have. Our boy, Brock Doman, comes in. You're our boy. Slings it a little bit. Five of eight, 73 yards. He actually, I think all three of his incompletions were, were just straight drops. Like he had, he hit uh, Jalen Carter across the middle for what could have been a, a big time game, just went, went, th- went through his hands, uh, made a nice completion to Chris Bell, hit Maurice Turner out of the backfield several times. And uh, I mean, looked like, again, I'm not, I'm not saying bench Malik. And I think you to, are saying <laughs> go it. To Brock, don't, don't do that. I Mets think that's what stop. you're talking about. But if we are in a situation like 2019, happened frequently with Evan Conley coming into games where Malik got dinged up, I, I think Brock Doman, the way he looked on Saturday, you at least have a shot to feel like, yeah, maybe he can he can keep us in this game. Maybe he can do some things. That It was nice to see him throw the ball around a little bit. Because we let's be real, we hadn't seen him attempt to pass outside of a spring game. This time next week you'll be advocating for Brock <laughs> to be starting at Virginia. Brock, you like a hurricane. Um, <laughs> Texture says, I can't, I can't say that. Text says, wow, it's the second text and you can't read it? I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I can't. Um, it's not a good, I guess I'm not the only one that isn't unhappy, right? I, I think a <laughs> lot of people seem very unhappy. I think you may be in the majority here. Text says, the running holes were lanes, uh, the running holes were lanes Saturday, so props to the offensive line. We should have put up more than we did with how well the defense performed. Plus, some more positives this weekend. Embrace the positivity, TK. There you go. 
Uh, Texas says, Trevor, this game was absolutely an overachievement. That doesn't excuse the Syracuse game or the end of the FSU game, but give them credit for playing well on Saturday. Didn't I? I did do that. I'm just not getting blinded by the mirage that was a bad South Florida team that we should beat. And nobody is. But I think the issue was you were like, no, you just you just they, say you, so you accept the, you accept my premise. I'm just not allowed to make it public. No, I don't. I don't say, accept talking about things that aren't part of like what the, what the discussion was. Like that's the, the unnecessary. We like never have a discussion topic. Technically, everything's well, everything's we'll on, everything's on the board for us. It's like being like I had, I had a good day today, but eventually we're all going to die. Like we we all know this. Like we can just focus on not the, the positive. Well, I'm living forever, baby. <laughs> yeah, we had a good day. Society's collapsing. Just you mortals can suck it. <laughs> Texas, my Monday, Monday morning takeaways. USF was much, much worse than I thought they were. They can't throw the ball, and that is Louisville's main issue on defense. Uh, also, we still throw away possessions on offense with bad play calling, penalties, and turnovers. It is masked against USF and is glaring against good teams. For example, scoring a TD off a turnover, but we had to go for it on fourth down twice. The penalties weren't that bad. We had five. We had five, which is in our, we, by, we cut our average us, in half. Good. We were averaging yeah. ten a game going in. We had ten. We had thirty penalties through three games. So for us, having five was was good. I mean, most people's a bad game, but for us, it's like progress, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean it was progress. We, <laughs> we had fifty percent fewer penalties than we we cut our usual penalties total in half. Uh, that was good, I, I guess. You know, baby steps. Also, turnovers. I'll, I'll throw that out there again. We forced three. We only had one. The Ty and Evans uh, fumble was the only one that we lost, although we had a couple of other times where we put the ball on the ground but got it back. Uh, we are now, uh, what, 16-2, and 15-2 and two under Scott Satterfield winning the, winning the turnover battle. We are 2-17 and 17 when losing it. It's like th- that's the stat right there. When we Very win a turnover easy. battle, we win. When we lose a turnover battle, more times than not, we're going to lose. And I think the only time that we've lost a turnover battle and won have been two games against Western Kentucky. So – Against good teams, when we lose a turnover battle, we have basically no shot at winning. Toppers put up 72 points this weekend. God, I saw that. I thought it was 73. Maybe it was 70. Whatever it was, was a lot. It was 70-something to nothing. We both nailed that game in our picks. <laughs> can, can we get some FIU on the schedule? Didn't they, they played? Speaking of our picks, this is I, I'll give you props. This is the first time now. Did I beat you? You, are, you now have a lead for the overall season. So you went. We, we both kind of brought it back a little bit. I'm lastly. out. Peace. I quit. <laughs> you went 8-2. and two. I went seven and three. Uh, you correctly nailed the. Um, you called Baylor over Iowa State. I knew, I knew, I had that one. So I know I missed. You were I, nervous about that one. I picked Louisville, so I know I got it right. Okay, yeah. We were both because the the games that you and I were both nervous about, we actually won. You got Baylor. You said you you regretted the Baylor pick. You got that one right. You also got you, you picked your boy Jimbo A uh, and M over Arkansas. You got that one, and I missed that one. I got lucky on that one. See that kick hit the top of yes. that. <laughs> and then I got uh, Notre Dame over North Carolina. I regretted picking it. I stuck with it. Feel good that I did. And I guess my only miss is one I shouldn't have missed. I should I shouldn't have gone against my boy Joey McGuire and Zach Kitley. I should have gone with Texas Tech, but I went Texas. I think we both missed that one. Yeah, that was, I knew. That was the third so one I, one. I, was like, I knew I should have went with Texas. Well, Tech how they should have won that game too. No, um, yeah, they fumbled in overtime. Yeah, they they kind of screwed the pooch there. But and we both probably should have lost Clemson Wake Forest because Clemson tried to lo- actively lose that game. But they, <laughs> they win that game a million times out of a million. Like I, I'm watching That's the whole just time. Wake Forest, man. It's just Wake being Wake. I'm watching that game and I'm like, Clemson's gonna win. There's no. It was, yeah. it was like the Lions game yesterday. The bike. Like we're up fourteen nothing on the pumpkin patch. Mary's like, "Are you excited?" I'm like, "No, because they're going to lose." I've seen this game at Minnesota. Well, that's the a problem. Why you should have waited to do the pumpkin patch after the game? We can't. We we, we, we drove to E Town for the pumpkin patch. But there's priorities, my friend. Well, the the, the, the kids are the, are the priorities here. I think your priorities are mixed up. Well, 
I, I, I get. They the, won't know any better. Just give her like a YouTube video for oh, an hour and watch a game. They know better. They know better. And that would have interfered with Nap's I mean, time. Not like John's not gonna look pissed anyway. He always does. John's happy. John was John was loving it. Every was, picture you put of John online, he always looks so mad. Well, that's intentional because it's funny. But he was a uh, John. John's standing up now. He's looking at. I, I noticed that. Yeah. He's looking at ducks. We got to make him wear shoes now for the first time. But he was he was having a blast. He was having oh, a good poor time. Poor kid. Yeah. I remember when I had to first wear shoes. I know. I hate it. Uh, Life goes downhill from there, buddy. Texas says UofL enters this weekend 11th in the country in sacks, and also Boston College is 127th in sacks allowed. Uh, that should be a yeah. – again, if you don't bring pressure, Brian Brown. I hate hearing this stat. I don't I don't want to know all these this stat about Boston College and their, deep, and their offensive line because we'll go in the game and get like one sack and get no pressure, and it's just going to be – it's gonna make me feel more miserable. I like that you did that right before I could read the last sentence of the text because the last sentence of the text is "Antique is a massive old man buzz." <laughs> so that was perfect. You You're set welcome. that one up on the team. You're welcome. Texture says, um, "You Aaron judged it." What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> you hit it out of the park. There you go. He's still at sixty, right? Still at sixty. Nah. How do you feel about? Because I saw that, uh, and I saw he's up for the triple crown too. I didn't even realize he's that. killing it. Like his stats are out unreal. I had no idea until I saw his his batting average drop and he dropped a second. Now, how do you feel about? Because I, I think it was during the, I think it was during the Q's Virginia game Friday night, where like they would cut in when Aaron Judge had at bats and like split screen it on ESPN, uh, and Q's and Virginia fans were like, if you know, if people like the game's on TV, if people want to watch Aaron Judge, like they can go watch Aaron Judge. We don't need to. We don't need to be doing this. And I kind of liked it when I was watching the, the football game, but also I was, I was like, if that's my team, I'm pissed. If it's my team, I'm pissed. And honestly, I'm not a fan of it because listen, I, I get he's trying to, to tie merit. He's not going for the overall record. He's, exactly, that's I'm the thing. If this, yeah. if this was like if we're if this was 1997, it was 97 or 98? 98. If this was 98 again, then that's one thing. I, I get it. I, then, then you do it because it is awesome. I mean, come on, Syracuse, Virginia. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. I mean. Outside of those two two fan bases, and probably the percentage of those don't even care. Uh, Syracuse fans, some of them probably would rather see the Yankees. But yeah, he's he's just going for. I mean, he's just trying to tie the American League record. I mean, no one cares about split records when it comes to AL and NL. They care about the MLB record. Yeah, and he's not even close to that. So no, I'm not a fan of that. Just like Syracuse did not cover though. I didn't think they would. They should have. Uh, well, no, what was because they were up. They were they were about ten. I thought that was God, way that was too a many big points. Spread, yeah. I know. I think Virginia's going to be tough for us in two weeks. I think we should take care of BC this weekend. I think Virginia, watching them play, if they can figure some stuff out offensively, we might be in trouble. But well, That's what we're here for. That's the game. That's what we're going to do in helping those teams figure it out. <laughs> we spurred Brendan Armstrong to a strong season Brian, last year. Brian Brown, the only thing he's better, he's, he's, he's found his calling as a therapist to offensive coordinators who need cheering up. <laughs> Texas says Brian has been listening and he told me that he's been super jealous that you addressed Satterfield directly on the air so much and not him but now that you did he is really freaked out and scared to rush three against BC, against BC. <laughs> good <laughs> Brian Brian listen up please bring pressure against Boston College <laughs> they can't block we're good at getting the quarterback don't make this weird don't make it silly just match the pressure that's on your job <laughs> Texas said this city needs do rag Scott <laughs> I'm not gonna lie the first, I was, the, the, the beginning of the game, I did come out somewhat disappointed. Because I, I don't know, maybe it's, I, I know it was just us on the show Friday. You thought he was be wearing a, a different hat? A part of me kind of hoped he'd be wearing a different hat. <laughs> there was no part of me that thought he was not going to be wearing a visor. <laughs> I turned it on, and I was like, all right, oh. 
What do you think of the the announced attendance? Was I think forty one thousand six hundred seventy six. <laughs> there were not that many. Blind guy tried to count that. <laughs> I'll be honestly though, like it was. I, I know kickoff looked bad, but like the shots from people, like friends that I had that were at the game, actually in game because. We're we notoriously him. a late arriving crowd. Oh, yeah, duh, but like, well, everybody does like from the press box. Like, here's the crowd at kickoff. They do that picture so you can see them all over the timeline, and it looked terrible then. I was a little bit pleasantly surprised by the like the shots from the end game. I was ex- only because I was expecting it to not be very good. I, I said probably like twenty eight thousand. I think it was probably closer to like I don't know thirty three, thirty four. It was not forty one. Who do we blame for starting that trend of the the journalist? Here's my view from the office today. I, I know. It's like it's like I don't know who's the first one to do that, but I, they should just like hate themselves as well. You're from the office today. I mean, it's like everybody has to do it. It's so sickening. Here's my office mate today. <laughs> I get it. I don't remember seeing yet too many. I mean, every time I, I'm, I off the top of my head, like all the fan views were close up, so they were avoiding showing. I think as much as possible, or it's Bally Sports. They probably didn't have an aerial view available. It's Bally. Yeah. They, they, like, can we send somebody up on like a helicopter? Or wow, we ain't got that kind of fun. Speaking of my guy Charles Ar- <laughs> Charles Arbuckle, the the color man, did not, I, I guess, have thirty seconds to glance at the pronunciation chart because he knew how to say nobody's name. Like on two back to back plays, he was like, "There's Kenderick Duncan there with the tackle," and I was like, "Oh no!" And then it was like, "Yee Yee Dia B with the tackle," and I was like, "Oh god!" I'm like, who's Char- the color guy? I didn't even. I wasn't even paying attention. Charles Arbuckle. Oh no! But who was the other guy with him? The play by play man yeah, play- was oh. Bob that Rath. Rathburn, Rath, Rathabun. Oh, okay, guy. I'm so bad with names when it comes to the play by play and color. They've done our games before. Um, Arbuckle is not good. The the the, the play by play guy's fine. He, he are, was you, are, you, are you missing uh, your boy from he, the Houston quarter? Uh, Andre Underwear? Underwear? No. <laughs> no. There's no part. I'm glad we have no more Friday night games. I couldn't take another week of Andre Ware. Uh, Texas says I hate agreeing with Trevor, but I think he's right. This feels like a prime time to suppress expectations. I don't know what that last sentence means, but. I've, prime time. This feels like a prime time to suppress expectations. Oh, to, to lower expectations. I like I, my expectations have not changed. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I like to have like two hours to feel good about a game over the weekend. Like, we can still we, we can say that we don't feel confident about the rest of the season, like we did on same mentality that we had on Friday, and still say they played well, and we need to acknowledge that, which I think we we're trying to do here. But like, I I hate to keep saying this, but I feel like I need to. I said this on Friday. I, I was like, they're gonna win big. And nobody's going to be swayed by this. I'm not swayed by it. But I can at least acknowledge the fact that they came out there. They looked good for an afternoon. South Florida looked abysmal. Uh, but the defense certainly played well. Like yeah, At some point, we have to at least say, like, hey, great job. It was fun to win a game. I may not think that we're going to win seven now or eight now because of they beat South Florida 41-3. to But for right now, I mean, good. I did that. I mean, the only difference between you and me is that you want to be – you want to extend the happiness for two hours. I can only go like fifteen seconds. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad, not touching I, it. I'm glad, <laughs> I heard <Stop>. that part too. <laughs> 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 it sounds familiar. Uh, um, Texas says Roush is a. <laughs> is, somebody, is this a KRC text or just someone just pointing out Roush on, on one of our own texts? I think it no, it's it's like a from the weekend. Set. Roush is a nice guy, but I'm sure the dude is an all time idiot and is a UK version of deputy. I can't read the last part. <laughs> Roush is not an idiot. He's a, and he's a nice guy. I think he's he's bringing up because Roush I sent the UK fan base into a little bit of a a, a frenzy by coming oh, out there and being doing, like does, he does love doing that. Like he tweeted something about how like UVL UK actually is a football school basically, 
And like people got mad about it. I him. mean, people, he's not an idiot. He's a puppet master, and you are just falling for it every bit of it. He does like the troll. Oh, he loves it. All right, Texas QB for USF didn't get much help from his receivers either. They dropped a few, including one in the end zone early on. They did have some drops, too. There were a couple of times where, I mean, first of all, on the first series, Kendrick Duncan coming off of one of the worst tackling games I've seen in my life just totally whips again and gives up a big run play. And then to his credit, he was good the rest of the game. I don't think I didn't notice him missing any more assignments or letting guys get outside. But they, we had a couple of blown coverages where, like, they had open guys. They just didn't bring – I mean, USF just didn't do anything well. Like, it was just a – it was very a like what was the Memphis year where they came in here and played like they couldn't like Memphis like couldn't catch they had like five fans there I think we won like seventy to seven it was I want to say it was one of the Charlie Strong years it was the worst team I've seen coming to Cardinal I thought Stadium the seventy seven team was the Petrino game because then because then didn't we do that to them after because they beat us in Petrino like like Petrino's first year we lost to them with D'Angelo Williams and company well we've had this discussion before and the D'Angelo came... Williams game was the one we won fifty six to forty nine but he but D'Angelo also beat us he too. beat us the year before okay. Or a year after it was one. Of them. He beat us one of those. I think years. it was. I think. I think we've looked this up before because I think yeah. 03 he beat us, and then 04 the year we went uh, and beat Boise in the Liberty Bowl. We played like an awesome game on like a Wednesday night where he went nuts, but we still won. Okay, I, mean, I think that. I think that's what what happened. But so I, I was thinking we. I was thinking we beat Memphis seventy something the seven one year. We may have. Uh, I mean, the one year that I'm thinking of, it was they were terrible, and we just absolutely beat well, the brains then. Um, even far between. I mean, but been, this team, what I'm saying is, this USF team kind of reminded me of that team. Like they just couldn't do anything right, and we beat them the way we were supposed to. Uh, Texas says the game was a lot of fun. It was. Give you got to give U of L credit for a much better game experience this year. The beer has been ice cold. The Wi-Fi has been very good. The lines <laughs> of the gates move quickly. Music has had more variety. The stuff like the baby races are fun too. Trevor needs to go to a game and quit his curmudgeon whining. I did notice, Texter, of all the things you named that were fun at the game experience, you didn't say the field, the on, what's going on in the field. Well, 41-3. I mean, to this week, but I mean, for the most part. <laughs> Texter says, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Trevor, but Malik has spent what feels like the last decade padding his stats with the worst teams on the schedule. I don't care what his stats may be. I do not consider him top tier of Louisville quarterbacks. If he shows up against Clemson or Kentucky, then we can have that discussion. Well, I think we're all, again, we're all on the same page with that. There's not one person that I know who's like, I've got Malik right up there with Lamar and Teddy, or I've got L- Malik well, above like tell it to national media people who love, but, but it's an easy stat. I know there. it is, I mean, I, and I know, I know how because he did become. We'll throw the stat out there that on his third rushing touchdown, he became the eighth player in FBS history with eight thousand passing yards and three thousand rushing yards, which is a nice accomplishment. It's the stats are great. Malik himself has said this though I before the season: for nine thousand passing yards and three thousand rushing yards myself. Yeah, um, <laughs> Malik has been like he said that this summer. Like, like the stats are great. I love you know it, it's great to hear you know your name up with all these greats and stuff. I want to win this year. Like he's put that on himself. And so far, we're two and two. And in the two biggest games of the year, I think you can say this in hindsight, even though UCF did beat Georgia Tech this past weekend. Like, Malik has... Well, I'm trying to say, like, I think Syracuse and Florida State have been bigger games than the UCF game. Yeah, yeah. Like, we... He hasn't played well, and we've lost. Like, we we have... We're not winning at the level that Malik wanted to win going into the season, and fairly or unfairly, the quarterback bears more of that responsibility than other, any other player on the field, and this is probably, unless things change dramatically, going to be his legacy. Like, absurd stats, absurd numbers, and everybody not remembering him in the same light as not just Teddy and Lamar, but like Ragone, Redmond, LaFours, those guys, because he didn't he didn't win enough. And it's on him to kind of bring everybody up. If you don't if you want to be remembered in that same type of realm or at least just below those top tier guys, you need to somehow pull this thing together and have like a eight and four, nine and three type season where we just beat a bunch of teams that people don't think we're going to beat in the second half of this year. And 
I mean, you hope that it starts with this win over South Florida, but like everybody else is saying, we've seen enough over the years to kind of, I think, not be fully bought in just after one game, which is totally fair. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) I concur. Texter says, uh, don't be worried. Don't worry, be happy isn't Trevor's mood today. Well, I, I would, would have should have gone with more. I'm only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when it rains. <laughs> I just have a thing for the lead singer garbage. Saw him in concert twice, by the way. Texas says, uh, Trevor is totally fair to be skeptical. Mike trying to make him the new John Ramsey isn't working. <laughs> you will not make me. <laughs> you felt, I mean, I'd settle for like, I mean, I don't even know what, what like one. What's the happy medium between? 50th of John is. Yeah. <laughs> You've all played well enough to crush a bad team. It's good, but until it's proven against a good team, who cares? We're all, we're all on the same page. We, we, all, we all agree with this. I'm not even asking to see it against a good team. I'd like to just do this against an average team. Yeah, South Florida was not good. Like, like they, I mean, Florida State. They somewhat pretty much an average team. Syracuse are as an average team. They're not. They're not really good teams. Those are average teams. I mean, they're both. You, you've and, watched Syracuse enough. No, they're. I mean, they're they're an average team. Well, then what's Purdue? Unfortunately, get screwed playing at Syracuse. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I is there something to be said for the fact that the three teams we've played outside of of USF. Syracuse and Florida State are both undefeated, 8-0. Okay. UCF's only losses to us. Is, does that make you feel at all better about being 2-2? Two and two? And it's fine if the answer's no, because my answer's probably no. I too. mean, if you look at it from, from, from that perspective, but that way, then you should say yes, but I'm not. I mean, I still don't think Central Florida's only loss was to us, and they're only, I mean, who they beat? They beat Georgia Tech, who's worse than us. God, Georgia Tech. It didn't even cover, by the way. They were given 21 in that game. Were they really? Yeah. Because I because I got mad I kicked myself when I saw it because I wanted to take Georgia Tech but I couldn't pull the trigger. I can't believe UCF was favored that much over a. I, I know Georgia Tech's bad. They're bad. But like, that's yeah. a a large. I mean, play. they won by seventeen. I think twenty seven ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they still it was close. But, I can't believe it was that big. Yeah. I but that's but so that's I mean who I can't remember who else they beat in other games. I know they were you know FBS teams or whatever. But I think one of them was. But and I mean Florida State. Florida State. I mean the is the one. That, I mean because they at least got the LSU win. Who had LSU play this weekend? Did they win this weekend? I don't know. Uh, I haven't paid attention to them at all, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe like Florida State beating down Boston College the way they did, definitely. I was surprised that it was that. And Jordan Travis looked apparently phenomenal. It was it was a primetime game. It was big crowd. I think it was their first, uh, first sellout in like three years or something. Because you and I both sort of agreed last week, like we don't think Florida State's like there, like their fan base is thinking, like they're they're eyeing like ten and two right now. Like they're thinking we can be ten and two, we can be right there with Clemson. Like we we may not be all the way back to like national championship good, but we're getting there. And you and I were kind of more like, I think they're going eight and four, seven and five. Like, like I, yeah, I, I still see some losses. I was a little bit taken aback by just how dominant they were over BC. I still think they're more. Like I'll be surprised if they go. I'll be shocked if they go ten and two. Nine and three would surprise me. Eight and four, I feel like it's still kind of the way that team is trending. But I like I mean the ACC's on the whole probably not as good as we thought they were going to be. Yeah, I mean who does who do they have stuff that could be lost to I me? Mean, wait, they still have Wake yeah, next three weeks is gonna be interesting. Wake Forest, North Carolina State and Clemson for FSU. LSU, by the way, um defeated New Mexico thirty eight to nothing. Yeah, they're three and one, so they're all but they're beat Mississippi but, State. Yeah. Yeah, I I did I see the MSU gave you New Mexico and Southern are their other wins, so all right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, hour number two is on the way. We'll talk a little bit about the news. We mentioned the UCF Georgia Tech game. We got some news on the Georgia Tech front um, that kind of, in, in sort of a tangential way, affects us. We'll talk about how that happens. Also, how what affects us? 
Every time I use that word, you ask me what it means. <laughs> Do you know what it means? Yes. What does it mean? Tangentially means like not directly, but an offshoot of it. Why don't you just say that? Like a tentacle. Because it's like eight. You said the exact same thing the last time I did this. And I was like, because it's eight I mean, words. Why, why must you pull out like $20 words when you only need a $10 one? Because I, I, I just use eight words to describe it. I'm using one instead of eight. Well, yeah, yeah, Always yeah. use fewer words when you can. <laughs> okay, Kevin. <laughs> what? I said, okay, Kevin. Kevin who? Kevin Malone. Remember the office when you start cutting out words? To, oh, to yeah. Up time. Well, but, but, but that's not, not exactly the Me same thing. Me hungry, cold food. <laughs> All right. Before we take a break, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If you have heating or air conditioning problems, there's only one place to go in the city, and it's AirServe. And there may be times where there is literally only one place to go in the city because AirServe is the only place that's going to have technicians available for you 24-7. doesn't matter what time of the day you have an issue. If you call them at 502-264-9662, they're going to have someone available to take your call and a technician available to come out to your home or your place of business and fix your problem. AirServe.com backslash Louisville is the website, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. And again, the phone number 502-264-9662. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, AirServe is going to make sure you're comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about uh, your text and the anniversary that I wanted to get to, and also this Georgia Tech news. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. It continues next here on 1450 The Big X. When you're worried, your face will frown, and that will bring everybody down. So don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Hour number two of the Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. Again, this is the last hour of the show today because we have a short show. Little Bats in action tonight, uh, 6.35, I believe, against Gwinnett. 6.05, coverage starting, and then we'll have Cardinal inside with Jody Demling for 5 to 6. This is the last couple of days for this. This will be the last couple of days that the show is affected because the bat season wraps up on Wednesday. I'll be, I'll be doing the uh, i got to work the day game for the, the finale yeah. again Gwinnett in the afternoon is what late September's made <laughs> today is the I mean, at least if you're, you're Nick you're on the road in Gwinnett you get in the season of the day game you get you get home by like yeah, you just want to get the hell out of there I mean you get, yeah, you, get, you get home that night I guess yeah you probably come late that night but still it's an eight hour drive I, I feel like we asked him I mean, he's got he's got a one year old kid He's been. He went straight from women's basketball in the Final Four, like right into the bat season. Yeah. No, so now at least he's got like a, a like a month and a half off before the women's basketball season gets going. And he's like, I got some vacation planned. <laughs> like, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna make the most out of these six weeks. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's, you know, whether he admits it or not, probably ready for the uh, the bats to be calling it a season. But he's taking a one year old to Disneyland. I was like, what? That's a lot. I know, we, but I think you've made your thoughts on that known. But but he, but as he pointed out to me when I because I was like he first told me I was like really when he's like oh I know he's like, but it's all family he's going like it's just no. the mother in law I think the mother you know the the in laws are going like I think relatives it's going to be like a little family gathering but I think probably other kids will be there so it's kind of pointless for his one year old but you know hey sure yeah just be just being there. 
we have a happy anniversary today and a not so happy anniversary today. The happy anniversary. We'll well, well, okay, I mean, well, this is the older one. Okay, twenty years ago today. Twenty years. Oh, that would be two thousand two. Can you guess what would have happened on I this day? To, I have to guess the year right. Shouldn't I just get credit for that That's alone? Pretty impressive. I mean, come on. I, did, I, I thought it would take a lot longer. I thought you'd get there. I just thought it would take a little bit longer. <laughs> so on this day in two thousand two, um, I don't know what is it. Louisville. In a downpour at Cardinal Stadium. Oh, was it? Was it? Was it September twenty sixth? Upset the mighty Seminoles of Florida State in overtime. Oh, crazy. I should, I should twenty years ago today, man. That's wild to think. I, I always forget. That makes me happy. It also this is like the first year that I've realized. Oh, this was the first moment that I've realized because that was my senior year of high school. I'm like, oh my god, like this is the like the twenty year reunion. I guess a year for for me graduating high school, which Ooh, makes me feel incredibly are you, old. Are you going to go to your twenty year high school reunion? Do you have? Are you going to have? I don't one? even know if there is one. Like there. Reunions are different now, though, because you used to not be able to keep in touch with anybody, and that was like the whole point of a reunion. Now, if you want to find anybody from your high school, it's very easy to do so. You it's called and, trolling and on Facebook. Go on Facebook, <laughs> like find you know social media, find somebody. You have cell phones, like so basically like anybody that you want to keep in touch with from high school, you can keep in touch with high school. Uh, you can't keep in touch with now, and if you don't want to, you don't. And, like, so who are you going to see that you don't really want to see all the time anyway? I think I think I've passed twenty five years. Because my 20th would have been 2008. No. When did you graduate high school? 2018. 90, 98. So, yeah, you would have I, been, I was class of 98. I was supposed to be class of 98. So, this would be your 25th year yeah. anniversary coming up. This would be 03. But I know I get emails from Wagner still, and like, I don't think... Like, I'll get email for classes or see things like I'm, I'm in the you know the, the Wagner Facebook page or whatever. And, you know, it's always classes. Never It's never the ninth class of 98 that's ever doing anything. It's always like... I'll see classes from the 70s and the 80s and... It's like the nineties, like we're just ninety eight just didn't care. Yeah, we don't just didn't care. We're grunts, we don't care. It is also this is the the less happy anniversary. It's the five year anniversary of the infamous uh, FBI press conference announcing that they had you know discovered college basketball's playbook and they were going to take down everybody and they they knew everything that was happening in the world of college basketball and that guy used every terrible pun I've ever heard in my entire life, every awful cliche. One of the worst and most bizarre press conferences I've ever seen in my entire life, and it has only aged like a fine wine in the five years since. That guy, by the way, got fired by uh, Trump like a month later. He, he was gone. The case never caught anybody else besides the schools named in their initial indictment. They had to remove Miami from the initial indictment when they, they filed the superseding one. They, you know, We still haven't had any sort of ruling on any of the cases besides NC State. It's been a just total cluster it, like nothing has really changed in college basketball circles so props to uh, you know the fbi and, and the guy uh, deputy moon whatever the hell his name was uh for that awful press conference you five years that ago up. i think that was his name <laughs> it's like a made-up name <laughs> i can look it up right now i'm pretty sure that was the that was deputy the guy's name moon. i don't think well, i don't think it was deputy it sounds like the name you'd give like a cartoon dog on hannah like a cartoons um <laughs> here comes deputy moon <laughs> David Moon. <laughs> That's what we've got uh, your we've got your playbook. We just don't know how to read it. Apparently, we just yeah, we, we just don't know. <laughs> it blows my mind that it's been five years and not one thing has been changed. I mean, the, the, the insane thing is is I, I know like college basketball or college sports in general has like evolved to where like now by the time they do their rulings, the things that they that were the rules that were broken aren't even rules anymore. It's 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 so strange. It's so weird. It, it is. Louisville's hearing with the IRP, I saw um, Tim Sullivan point this out earlier. It's been 99 days since the hearing. Still no word. We have no idea if this is going to happen. I mean, 
you'd assume it's coming up. Like we're going to finally get some sort of closure. I mean, I'm thinking about like. <laughs> you have an academic problems. I'm happy your son. It's been 99 days and we still ain't heard one. I mean, that was nice. <laughs> I mean, five years ago, like I, I know your life was, was totally different. I'm sure everybody listening, their lives were totally different. I just think about like. Not mine. I remember waking up that Pretty morning. <laughs> I mean, this is like I had no kids. We were not close to having kids. Like it was just a, a different world. I remember waking up that morning and, and the first thing that I hear, it, like I'm seeing all the news break and I got a text from a a relative of Rick Pitino who was like, this is really bad, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I don't, I don't think we're coming back from this one. I think this one's going to be very, very bad. That was one of those with the Katina Powell stuff. When it started to come out, I think you still kind of were like, this seems very strange. It seems really weird, but you wanted to find out like what, what, what the truth was here, like how much of this was accurate. And I think we're still kind of wondering how much of it, it, it like was accurate, how bad this is going to be. With the FBI one, you knew right away, like, this is this is the worst. Like, this is terrible. This is going to be an awful thing for the program. Nothing is going to be able to continue as it did before from now, from now on. Like, people are going to get fired. The program is going to be in disarray. The athletic program is going to be in disarray. Like, right from the moment you saw that Louisville was University 6, and you could figure out that was definitely Louisville, you were like, we're, we're kind of screwed here. The messed up thing is that, that the, the, the athletic department has gone in somewhat of a disarray when they get fired, yet we still haven't been punished. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, we, we were supposed to, like, you know, make things simpler and, like, get into these easy times. Like, we've had a lot of, a lot of uneasy and a lot of weird, very Louisville-ish headlines in the five years that have transpired since that have had nothing to do with, with Tom Jurch or Rick Pitino. Um, it's, all, it, it's all strange. Um, but five years, man, and still no resolution. Like, we were— <laughs> Trevor weighed 140 pounds. Was, I wish. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was a, a different time. Five years ago, so that would have been, what, 18? It's 2017. 17. <laughs> yeah. One for two is fine. One for two is not bad, 50%. 50%. Now you're two for three. <laughs> yes, it's 17. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, this time, I mean, dogs were puppies. Had two brand new puppies. So life was, yeah, life was completely different. We had just hosted Clemson on college game day. In football, Lamar Jackson was still a Cardinal. <laughs> Things were different. Uh, the other thing that I, I was teasing there before the break, Mike Cunningham was on the team. I'm sure he was. He was. <laughs> he was on the team. He's redshirt and quarterback. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> Not everything was different. Malik, I could think Malik's just sitting around the locker room telling guys about the day it happened. Like, <laughs> Malik, t- t- tell us again about the day the the, the sex came out. Get around, kids. Get around. Huddle up. Let me tell you about a, a dark day that has somewhat net been seen. Chris Bell is like, <laughs> I was in sixth grade. Um, Sat was like, I was happy and boomed. <laughs> was like, Things really were so much better than weren't they? Like, you weren't even here yet. He's like, I know. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. So the other thing that I was teasing there before the break, Georgia Tech, I think after they lose to UCF, word comes out that they're having a Monday press conference. I don't think there was any confusion about what the Monday press conference was I mean, about. They, why didn't they just fire him at the beginning of the year? Uh, if you're not going to do it at the beginning of the year, just wait till the end. I, Barring like the Petrino quit type stuff, I mean, I don't get the firing in the middle of the year. I just think it's pointless. So as Trevor alluded to there, they announced today that Jeff Collins uh, has been fired. Uh, well, I didn't, I didn't like take a brain surgeon to figure out what was coming next. Yeah, I mean. well, they also fired their athletic director, too. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> That's what you get for hiring him, huh? It, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's Josh Pastor, the last. I was going to say, Pastor sweating. Right. The, the inside of that mask is foggy as all get out right now. Uh, Todd Stansberry, <laughs> Harvard of the East, is gone. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. <laughs> he he's gone as well. Yeah, Pastner's kind of the last man standing at Georgia Tech. <laughs> he's hiding in his office like it played out. <laughs> they don't even let me. Do they still know I'm here? <laughs> Maybe they'll forget. But Jeff Collins, uh, ten and twenty eight during his tenure, or seven. I take it back. Uh, seven and nineteen during Jeff Collins' tenure. They never won more than three games in a single season. And this is, I guess, noteworthy for Louisville because. They've, I think they've officially announced this. Louisville's going to open next season up. Their first game is going to be against Georgia Tech at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome, the, the new Georgia Dome. So whoever the, the next Georgia Tech head coach is, and they're talking, you know, they're doing the same thing that we were doing last week and st- still are now, like splashy hires out there. Is Deion Sanders going to go to Georgia Tech? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the big name that's out there because he, obviously he's got direct ties to Atlanta. He's, he's Play for the Braves. He's played for the Falcons. He's uh, a guy. I mean, you that, can find a way to tie anyone to any probably. City but but he, way. I, I mean, think he still has like has lived in, in Atlanta for well, I mean, I believe it, the I bulk of his adult life. So that's a. I mean, he was from born in Florida, so I mean, he could have been born in Northern Florida near sure. Georgia line. That's a name that's out there. If that is the case, that would be a very interesting season opener next year. Uh, of course, maybe Deion Sanders will be on our sidelines. You just you don't know. Uh, but whoever they hire, their first game as a head coach at Georgia Tech is going to be against Louisville. So that'll be – I kind of wish they could have just held off for one more year. So it would be two new head coaches going making their debuts <laughs> next year, you think? <laughs> I mean, what, Deion what, Sanders versus Deion Sanders. What's the lesson we learned here from Georgia Tech? Don't trust anyone who, spell, who pronounces their name Jeff but uses a G. Besides Jeff Jenkins. He had a no, bat. him too. G off Jenkins. <laughs> he had a hammer. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. We'll hear some thoughts from you. Um, Texter says... I think has been bad, haven't they? They've been terrible. I mean, could you imagine just missing Paul Johnson that much? Texas says, what about Devontae Parker having a breakout game against the Ravens? He About did. time. He, I mean, he got a lot of buzz this uh, during... Summer camp. And the quarterback got hurt, so now that was fun while it lasted for Devontae. Yeah, I know. Well, Teddy Bridgewater was, was in and did not do much in the two games. By the way, the Teddy two— Teddy Bridgewater's in Miami. I know. I was talking about the Miami. Oh, yeah, I was talking about I was thinking about Miami. Yeah, Who, Parker was in backup? Miami. He's in New England Who's the backup now. for Mac Jones? Um, well, it's, it's uh, Brian Hoyer and uh, Bradley Zope, the uh, kid from Western. Oh, really? They took him in the fourth round, yeah. Okay. I know I'm, I probably screwed up his name. It's like Z- Zappy. Zappy, Zappy. Yeah, yeah. it's Bradley Zappy. That's Zappy. fine. You're, you mean you said Z? So that's, that's all yeah, I mean. people know who you're talking about when you say that. I'm pretty sure the other one's Brian Hoyer. It's a veteran. I know that. But Devontae played well. Uh, Lamar was tremendous, and now you've got everybody doing the whole like you know, Lamar stats versus the rest of the league. I, I saw that the only team Lamar has more touchdowns by himself than every team in the NFL, but one besides the Ravens, of course, and it's the Lions. The Lions have as many. The Eagles? And the Lions are one, two. Yeah. Uh, but Lamar is, I mean, his numbers are absurd. He's hes definitely making the early MVP case, and we'll see what happens. But its it always makes me feel a little bit better when the Lions lose, but Lamar balls out. Well, let's say, hopefully with, with Dobbins coming back this game, and he got seven carries, and he'll get some more, I'm sure, next week, and a little more after that, that'll take, start taking some pressure off Lamar. Because you ask him to do what he's doing in the first four weeks of this game all season. It's a long year. They're not, they're not going to make it very far in the playoffs. Yeah. He's going to be beat up way too much. It's a long year. Uh, you, you're right. I mean, the stats are great. It's cool that he's doing it, but 
He needs yeah, a, you got to do it in small doses. He needs a couple of games where he's running the ball like five, six times and just you know saving those legs. I mean, he can still get an ADR. He can still run for eighty yards for you fantasy guys, but just do it on one like one or two runs. Yeah, that's uh, and trust me, he's very easily. Like, I mean, he had a fifty yarder I think in this week's game, yeah. did he? Remember sixty he's, yarder? He's absurd. Um, I mean, he's, he's maybe no Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts is good. Oh, I told I'm, you, he's I'm, good. I'm, 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 I might be on the Hurts bandwagon. He's I'm my fantasy quarterback. I, here, here's what blows my mind. Jalen Hurts goes like goes out to California apparently this offseason, works on his throwing motion, and looks like a completely different quarterback this Steve year. Steve Clarkson. Okay. What Blake's been here for seven years and he's still he, why can't he change it? He's been in the same offensive system for four years. And he hasn't improved his throwing motion at all. Well, I mean, well Lake Cunningham also did work with Steve Clarkson, apparently it didn't. <laughs> Didn't change like the, the free throw guru who was like, I can help everybody but Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Shaq, he had some like free throw guru when he was playing in the NBA, and they're like, this guy has helped this guy and this guy, and this guy, and Shaq came out and shot like 56%. His like it went big. up from 55. His hands are too big. His hands are too big. Texas by the college football transitive property. It looks like we're going to beat Kentucky by three touchdowns. We're clearly the better team. I have loved the, we mentioned like Roush trolling. I have loved the Louisville fans who have done this thing because. UK fans who are listening, we're all aware of what's happened in the rivalry the last three times we played, right? We're, we're, no Louisville fan is, is unaware of this. I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, besides Trevor. <laughs> we all, like last year, kind of did the thing where it was like, we've actually played the tougher schedule based on the, you know, the, the S&P ratings and all this stuff. And like, yeah, we ended up being a favorite. And now Louisville fans who are doing this, this thing where it's like, you know, <laughs> your guy's biggest win over Florida, little nip and tuck 10-pointer, the team that almost beat them. We just, beat them, beat, <laughs> we just beat them by 38. We just beat them by 38. We out the team that almost beat the and, team oh, yeah, that by, almost beat you. By the way, UCF <laughs> last year in the Gasparilla Bowl beat Florida. So pretty much the same team. And I love that Like UK fans have to know that Louisville fans that are doing this are trolling. But it still just drives them crazy. Like They're like, are you guys not aware? And then they throw the, the number out, like the total points the last three games. And they have you know tattooed on their left bicep at this point. 156 to 49 or whatever it is. And like, like we, we know, we know. But it's fun to, to kind of mess with you guys. Like Nick Cardwell and the, and the, the quarterback's coach, and the, not the quarterback's coach, Nick, the offensive uh, whatever guy, he in the tunnel after the game apparently is like, how bad is Florida? And UK fans are like, oh, my God. He's <laughs> like Tommy How Boy. bad are you? Oh, my God. Look <laughs> at the carnage. <laughs> New guys in the corner puking his guts out. And all because you want to save a few pennies on your break badge. Oh, my God. Uh, Carver was the uh, uh, what, offensive quality control coach, I think. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to say anything. I got, I, got, I got Texas mad at me when I talked about quality control stuff. But you should call him like glorified <laughs> student assistant. I mean, they're just the get back guys. They're not, though. You guys were like, I was on staff. That's not right. And you're like, I still think so. Prove it. <laughs> uh, Texas says Trevor. It's a picture of Eeyore with a cardinal on him. We've already we've already had Trevor Eeyore Photoshops before. <laughs> there, I mean, I mean, there was there's... one really good one back in the day. Yeah, no, no, we don't ever somewhere. frown on on the Eeyore Photoshops. Yeah, I mean, if you can do a good one. Uh, Texas says, is it possible to schedule twelve directional Florida teams or rename <laughs> all the teams? UK can be Northwest Florida. I think it gives us the best chance. We clearly don't want to play the state schools. Florida State was not was not no. ideal, but if you're in Central or South Florida, we got something for you. Is there another directional Florida school out there that we're forgetting? Yeah, there's a bunch. Is North, North Florida have a football? There team? actually is a Northwest Florida. I think it's an FCS uh, school, but we can get them on schedule. There's Florida Gulf Coast, of course, Dunk City. I don't know if they have a football team, but we can make one. Yeah, but does Florida, does Florida Gulf Coast fall under directional? I mean, there's no directional. In, there's, True. 
I think there's. We I mean, play, there's North Florida. You can't like Florida. That's why I just said North Florida, though. Do you know their mascot? Uh, it's a good one. See, I'm now I'm mixing up Florida Gulf Coast because I'm thinking the color scheme. North Florida is the Ospreys. Yeah, because it got it's got like that teal kind of exactly. Green. Yeah, and I could picture the color, but I couldn't picture the. the well, they're a dark. They're a darker blue. Okay, maybe you I'm might be thinking of Florida International. I'm no Florida International's the Panthers, right? Yeah, no, I think I'm mixing up Florida Gulf Coast with them too, because don't they? Yeah, Florida Gulf Coast is the blue. Yeah, they've got that blue. Yeah, but yeah, Florida Gulf Coast wouldn't count because if that if you count them, then Port Atlantic would count. Yeah, it's got to it's got to have direction. It's so the north south. So north Florida is probably who we have. There's left. no East Florida. I don't think there's an East Florida. <laughs> we can get North Florida on the schedule. Bring them up here. What, 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 is there any? Is there any major cities in East Florida? Because aren't they all on the the Bay Side? Not just say by Bell reference there. We got the Panhandle. Because Miami's on more the Miami and Tampa are on the west side of Florida, and Tallahassee, Jacksonville's on west side of Florida. Yes. I mean, is it Orlando's kind of more central? What well, is central? I mean, that's what central yeah. Florida is there. I don't guess there's there is no like. Is that like is the east side of Florida like the 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 look down upon side of Florida? For the Florida, the true Florida men, <laughs> for the Gators and like all like the the, the, the cast from Wild Things live. That's where you hear those stories. That's where those newspaper headlines come from. Basically, any any place in Florida where you can't see the ocean <laughs> within like a ten minute drive, that's where those stories come from. Uh, Texas says it was just a scrimmage game yesterday, but the Louisville Cardinal baseball team is going to be a major contender for a trip to Omaha next season. Damn skipping. I saw they rocked Purdue, I think, 14-4 to in uh, their scrimmage. And they're going to be, yeah, I mean, this is a team, last year we mentioned they were not preseason top 25. They still end up being a national seed. They go to the Super Regionals. They play AM competitively on their home field. It was a good bounce-back season for the program. This year, we're going to Omaha. The expectations are back. Like those yeah. are going to be the expectations. We're going to be back to where we've been more times than under Dan McDonald, which is probably preseason top ten, and a lot of people predicting that this is going to be a, a national title contender. If we take this show on the road to fall, any global team should it be like should we do Omaha? I would love that because I've not. I really want to go. Have you ever? I've never been. I've never gone. I mean, I've been. I've been to Omaha, but Moth. Well, Sean Moth is always like. Actually, dude, I've never. Been, like, you've got to go. Buy it, but I've never actually stopped. But and Moth will always be like, you. You got to go. Like you, I bet you it's go fun. Yeah, I've only heard great things, and I still have not gotten. We got. To we go. got it. If they, if they go, we, we. That's the one we need to do. Texas says, "I'd rather have hope only to be let down on Saturday than be miserable all week long." Like TK, you're going to be pissed after the game regardless. I'm not miserable all week long. Well, you weren't pissed that we won. You just I'm not kinda... pissed for one. I just don't want to. I'm just. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just like. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to get over happy because I know it's just not going to last. I mean, that's fine. It's like I to, to do the you know, our, our usual relationship comparison. You know, I'm not going to. My my girl's been cheating on me. I'm not going to bring her back and just be all excited she's back just because I know she's going to be, you know, being filled out like an application a week later. We're in a wait and see. This might be the the first step towards a recovery. Or something good, but it also might just be like another. I know, do worry for the fan base hands. that that's that's good. We're going to be fooled because Boston College is bad. See, I don't. I don't we go in there and win, regardless whether we win big or win in, or small. But we win. I just wonder how many people are going to like start to come and think that things have been turned around. And I just there might be a, a handful. Like I, I still like. I think that the fan base at this point. It's going to take winning those three games that we talked about and being four and two for anybody to be like, okay, now I'm at least paying attention. Like now I've got some hope. I think, I think the fan base has been hurt enough at this point that they weren't going after the Forest State game. They weren't going to be fully bought back in until they did something more 
than just beat win three games that are probably going to be favored. I don't know if we'll be favored against Virginia, but it's a game that, that certainly is winnable. If you win those three, then people will be like, they're not going to be bought back in, but they'll be like, okay, I'm excited about the possibility of doing something in the second half when we start playing these ranked teams. I mean, they win the next three games. Trevor, may, you may see me come around a little more. I think we'll all be in that. Because that would be, we'll that be, would like, be okay. wins at Boston College, Virginia, and then Pitt at home. Even though Pitt's not been as good as we think we thought they'd be. but I think Pitt's good still. I think, I think they're better than you think they are. I think maybe I thought they were better than you thought they were beginning of could, the year. That could be it. I think I maybe was higher on them than you were going into the season. I think that they still – I mean, we'll see what happens. They, they had a close win this weekend too, didn't they? No, they beat Rhode Island. Bad. Oh, they're Mouky, right? Then they play because they play GTE this weekend. They should kill them. Yeah. And then they play Virginia Tech the weekend after that. They should beat them. And then they go to yeah. our place. They have the, the second longest road winning streak in the country right now. Uh, Pitt does. And their next road game is, is against us. So we could snap that. That would be a nice little thing to, to have on our resume. So, yeah. yeah, if we win that one and we're five and two, then I think you'll see some fans who are like, okay, let's. Let's try to do something here. And then James Madison beats us and that bubble gets Well, that popped. would be – we'd have wake after that. I mean, that. That, wouldn't that be perfect Satterfield to, like, get a winning streak, go five and – six but, and – But we don't play James Madison. Okay, either. say we we, 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 we we get a streak going. We're six and two. The whole fan base is just feeling hunky-dory. And then we lose by 14 to James Madison. I mean, James Madison might be better than Wake Forest. I mean, James Madison might be better than us. <laughs> they might be. Um, Texas, are we in the middle of a – Three or five game stretch before grading them. I'm not sure three is enough to truly get behind the staff again. I'm not. Sure, I mean, I, I don't think n- nobody is faulting you if you're not. If you're like still in a wait and see. I, mean, I think most. I think every Louisville fan base almost is at this point. I, I think every Louisville fan wants to see more. And I think even if you are four and two with, with if you beat Pitt, not Pitt. If you beat uh, BC and Virginia in back to back games coming up here, I think you still can s- totally sit back and say I, st- I still want to see more than this. Because like, we've done this. We, we, have, we have been a program under Scott Satterfield who, by and large, has beaten bad teams on our schedule and lost to the okay-slash-good teams on our schedule. <laughs> and, I mean, that's who we've been, especially for the last three years. And BC's I want to see us— good I'm semi-okay, I guess. Uh, I think—so I see. I don't. So far, they have not looked no, good. You're right. They, they should be. It's, on paper, they should be They better. should be. They should be much better Clearly, than this. They yeah. have not been good at all. Like, they have been—there's a reason why we're a two-touchdown road favorite. Um, Virginia is the the one that I think you point to a little bit more and say if you win, okay, like that's that's a sl- that will be the most impressive win out of these three if it does happen is winning at Virginia, especially since yeah. we, we've never played well in Charlottesville for whatever reason. But you still want to see like I want to see them do it against Pitt, I want to see them do it against Wake Forest, and if they do it, then then we may have something here. I, I think that's when everybody kind of gets back on board and you have the fan base back in that preseason mentality where they think that this can be a good season, this can be salvaged, the Satterfield era might not be doomed. But that's a long way away. You still have a lot to accomplish before that happens. Text says TK is right. He can be frustrated because of every Craig Thorpish inconsistency. Hashtag bring prime time home. <laughs> I like how you thought at the beginning of the show you were like, the text is going to kill you. I did. And I, I mean, I think I've been more you may have, slight you, like, edge on people you, on my side. You, you've had way more support than I, I thought they would. But, I, when I expected as well, to be honest with you. <laughs> But my point wasn't like everybody's like Trevor can have like we. I started off the show by saying like this. I'm in the exact same place you are. I just think he doesn't have to be like bringing it back to the negativity after every single talking point. That's my only issue. I know head in the sand. Not head in the sand. Yeah, I know. Don't just ignore it. <laughs> the climate is burning. Like, well, we're talking about like the TV show that we like. You don't have to bring it back to that. <laughs> you know, there's. <laughs> 
the earth is slowly burning up every year and eventually we're all going to be blown up. Well, yeah, that's fine. I don't know why randomly I just thought of this, but like, so how are you on uh, Only Murders in the, in the Building Season 2? I am, I think, ha- halfway through the seventh episode. Oh, so you're almost done with the season. It's, I, like, I think there's only ten episodes. I got like season. two and a half episodes, three and a half episodes left. You liking this so far? Yeah. Season one's still better than season two? So far, yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I mean, still season like two it. is kind of a, just a repeat of season one. Is it? Way. Well, just, the, I mean, if you look at like the way they did the episodes and just kind of. I'm curious to see where it goes at the end, but so far I, I like one more, but I still, I, I like to. It's definitely keeping my attention. Yeah. Um, Texas says, I, Texas says, TK, yeah, we beat Florida State, but that's because it was raining hard. <laughs> what did that Florida State team have been doing that year? Do you remember? They ended up. We looked. They, at I think they underachieved a little bit. I think they ended up going like nine and four. They went yeah. like nine and three, and they lost their bowl game or something. I think you're right. Texas, the football team is an opposing offensive coordinator's get right game, and the basketball team is cold shooters' get right games. Say that one more time. Well, I mean, wasn't USF's get right game? So. <laughs> no, theirs was Florida, Florida, but they lost. Texas says, "Why did Sean Moss stop doing the U of L football games? The new dude is terrible. Third down. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not Sean's choice, unfortunately." Um, Texas, hey, lay off Jamie Spears. Oh, he did yeah. I make a Jamie Spears reference? No, but Jamie Spears sent apparently did the tweet where it's like view from the office today and sent the tweet. Oh, <laughs> not just him. It's every everybody just, does it. Yeah. I just want to know who started. Who's the first one to do it, so I can give that person full blame. It has become a a plague. I mean, it's just every media member has to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I I have taken a picture or two from my from when I was doing the press box thing. I just never posted it. Like I've got like the, the closest thing to doing it is the background on my laptops was the view I had from the the Sugar Bowl oh, that's cool. against Florida because that was cool because I got stationed. I was like right to fifty. It was perfect. But I'm you know, I didn't post it on. Maybe I did. I don't know. I don't think I did. <laughs> no, but oh, I'm not being a hypocrite here. They did go nine and five. That team did though. nine and five. Yeah. Text says uh, Trevor's. Is he having Arby's withdrawals? <laughs> I think I might go to Arby's today after the show. It's been a long time. You've, you've had like two months off Arby's. I mean, yeah, that's kind of how I am. I know. You go in cycles. I do. Like, if, if, I, if I get a craving for something, like, I will eat it, like, a week straight, two weeks straight sometimes, and then I'll I'll stop, and I won't eat it for three months. Sometimes a shout to the kids. Probably days. like my relationship. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> a shout out to the kids' day stuff too. This weekend, the three kids had a blast in a blowout win and getting on the field afterward. It was much easier to sell them that way. Yeah, they, apparently that was a success. Let me ask you something. Speaking of kids' day and like family friendly stuff, I want to get your thoughts on this because kids' day. So there was a picture. Actually, I think it was based on the picture. It was like right where my section used to be, and there was a guy at the game who was wearing a shirt or a, like a jersey. And the name on the the, the jersey area just said, like, the word F-U, and then the number two was was below it. So it says, like, F-U-2. Oh, that's clever. I mean, I didn't know we were in 1998 again, but okay. I mean, because some people were like, it's a, it's a grow up. Like, stop being so soft. It's a game for college kids. And I'm like, I mean, why do you have to wear a shirt that just has, like, the F word like in, in public? Like, are you that desperate well, for does attention? It, does it say the F yes, word? Yes, it's spelled out. Like, oh, okay. I can't say the word on air, but it says Oh, I thought it just said, F-U, like, I thought it, spells it just said, out. okay. I and then, like, just... Y-O-U, and then the number two below it. I got it. And I was just like, dude, I mean, come on. Like, you know, it's just. Well, I don't think that was, what's wrong. I mean, it's just, I mean, like I said, it was just, I mean. Why do you have to wear it? Like, just, well, it, What's wrong with it? I mean, it's not, I, I mean, it's okay, I guess. I wouldn't wear it, but. I mean, like, say I'm bringing like an eight year old kid to the game, and they're like, "There's, like, you know, hey, what's that word?" I'm like, "Oh, he's an eight year old kid. You don't think he doesn't know that word?" But why? Why? Like, I don't know. I just it's, can we not have like any sort of just, I don't know. Like, 
class. I hate to use that word, but like just wear another shirt like how desperate for attention are you you're like it's like oh it's so possibly soft. very so I, desperate i'm a very hard ass because i'm wearing a shirt with the f word in public like, no like grow up like just it just seems very very stupid i got no problem with shirt. other like yeah i got no problem with it, it just seems like a gigantic plea for attention see five years ago mike wouldn't have cared, would have had my same opinion because he didn't have kids i mean i would have thought like, of, now, no, now, no no that's not now, true five years now five years later mike with the two kids is like you you heathen. No. Why do you wear that? The children. Five years Think ago, Mike would have been like, children. five years ago, Mike would have been like, that guy's a bleeping loser. And I still am like, that guy's a bleeping loser. But also, like, I wouldn't want my kid to see that. Well, I would say so. I mean, it's I just, think he's a huge loser. I mean, Why are you wearing it? Like, you can wear any other shirt. I'm not defending it to the point. Like, cause I, I, I what just, statement are you trying to make? I'm such a <laughs> society can't keep me from wearing this shirt with the F word on it in, in a college football game. Maybe he found it funny. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, just, I'm it just saying. screams. Look at me. Clearly, it's, but I mean, maybe that's what he's also going for. Well, that's what he's getting. So I mean, congrats. what? Any, don't you? Anytime you dress up in an outfit, isn't that what you're going for? Is to look at me? No, I don't want anybody to look at me. <laughs> I'm wearing the like the most inconspicuous clothing well, I can find. You know, and and me as well. But I'm just saying, like, anytime anybody wears anything, I mean, I'm not like a seven year old girl. Like, <laughs> grow up. I don't know. I disagree. Sometimes I can be confused. Sometimes you sound like one. Yeah. <laughs> Back at you. I have a I'm free six. ticket and your own uh, bed to stay in the Oxford. Or at least the UK. This is a angry guy. He wants uh, he wants people to go to the UK game. He's inviting us. I thought he hated us. I have a free ticket and your own bed to stay in Oxford for the UK game. I figured I would offer you for all first. Angry guy. He might be KRC text, but. No, I, I'm taking it, though. Do we want to go to Oxford for the UK Ole Miss game? <laughs> what do you think that you were going to do if I just showed up? <laughs> just knock on the door. <laughs> Read your text. Where's the bed? I'm wearing, I'm wearing a shirt that says "Fu2" on the back of it. <laughs> Texas Mike can't dumb down his vocabulary because Trevor is word dumb. <laughs> was it, was the person wearing the shirt was was the person he was with did the shirt did their shirt say "Fu" just only, and so he said "Fu2." Get it? No, I'm sure he was by himself. <laughs> Texas, I told you my mind uh, still isn't changed because we should have easily scored sixty on them. We could have scored more. But we left points on the field. I mean, blame Brock. Brock was great. Brock was Brock could have put more points up. How crazy would it be if Pastner got fired on the five-year anniversary of Patino getting fired? Is Patino's five is? Was this also when's Patino's five-year fire anniversary? Yeah, it was one of these days like, coming up. Yeah, because it was like right after the FBI thing. Yeah, it was because I mentioned like we had just hosted Clemson. He remember he did like the game day picker a week before he got yeah, fired. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And God, that was a weird thing. He got locked out of his lo- his office and was so upset about it. Um, <laughs> the best part about the whole thing, I send. Uh, I, I, somebody stole his bobbleheads too. There's one of him like <laughs> walking out of like Grandmire Hall after he gets fired, and like he like just puts his arm briefly on Jeff Greer's shoulder, and like I send Greer the picture all the time. It, it looks like a dad like like telling his son like this is all going to go away. Like I'll be out of jail soon. Like that's, it's the way the picture looks like, don't worry. Don't, don't read anything on the internet. I'm going to be home. Mom's going to take care of you. It's the way that he like puts his arm on. You're the man of the house now, son. Pretty much. Texas. How is golf and Atlantic not directional? If we're talking about Florida schools, I mean, technically it is. I mean, do I really need to explain? I mean, Words mean things. Atlantic is not a direction. But the Atlantic. Have you ever put a GP? You ever put an address? But the Atlantic is only goes, on one side goes of the Atlantic. Take go Atlantic and then take a left. I mean, it's not a direction. It's but a, the Atlantic is only on one side of Florida. So. So that's like the, you could technically say like the Atlantic side is the same as the east side. 
and the Gulf side is on the other side. So that's technically like giving you a direction. It's like saying, you know, I'm on the, the, the St. Matthew side of Louisville. Where, where is FAU on the Atlantic side? I have no idea where FAU is. Because if it's not, that's going to be really hilarious. There are some like like schools that are directionally because like FAU's in Western Kentucky is not like technically it's like Central Kentucky. Yeah, it's 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 Southern Kentucky. And apparently, Jacksonville is on the east side of Florida. I thought Jacksonville was on the west. Texas are letting us know a lot of them. Okay, well there you go, and that explains a lot too because Jacksonville's pretty crummy. Jacksonville, Daytona, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami are all on the east coast of Florida. No, Miami's more central. I thought. I trust the text line. Uh, yeah, I do too, most of the time. <laughs> Not always, but some not mostly. I don't trust them when they try to tell me Atlantic is a is a, is a directional term. Texas has anyone ever actually seen or heard from Trevor's mom? Seems like a Norman Bates kind of situation, <laughs> as no. opposed to Great Gardens to me. Yeah, listen, if you ever met get, my mom? You heard from me. You think I talk a lot? If we can get some sort of confirmation <laughs> of a home cooked steak that she's alive and well, we know damn well TK isn't cooking it himself. Well, a she leaves the house less than I do. Uh, and if you ever want to meet her, you can go to any male uh, home sporting event. She's the one working the gate. She will. She'll be the one talking to you as you try to get through the gate before the kickoff. There you go. Uh, Texas Tampa's on the Gulf Coast, and we need TK to do a pregame speech for Wagner. My uh, my aunt actually lives. I mean, I've got cousins live in Tampa. My aunt lives in Fort Myers, and she's she and uh, my she's remarried. Now her and her husband are debating whether or not they want to leave because this hurricane that's coming looks terrible. And she's yeah. like, like my aunt at this point is like, we always leave. Nothing happens. She's very much like a, the, the classic, like old Floridian. She's, she grew up here, but she moved to, to Florida right after she graduated from UK. And she's like, we're not leaving. And her husband is like, we're leaving. And she's like, I'm not leaving. And my, my mom was like, please just leave. And she's like, I'm riding this thing through. So we're going to see how it goes. I'm a little bit nervous for her. Uh, hmm. Texas, first off, let me say that I am a woman. Uh, that being said, this is not my this is not a my girl cheating on me situation. This is a my girl quit caring what she looks like, dresses in stained sweats all the time, smells like her cat, and her hair is a bird's nest. But she's my childhood sweetheart situation. Those are the girls that you wish you could cheat that, that you wish would cheat on you just so you could dump them. That's a great text. Is that what, is that what the best you think Satterfield today. is? Yes, that's nice. The sad thing is, I would I'd still take that girl. That's the best text. Well, you just described. I still invite her over right now. It's our first candidate for text of the week. Which, by the way, the uh, text of the week uh, winners from the last two weeks. I said I was going to get this mailed out on Monday. Uh, the, the person who handles that is not here. They had the telephone last week, so I guess they get like three weeks off now. Is that the way it <laughs> works around here? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, now, and you get here earlier than I do, dude. Uh, there's still nobody too, here. And still, yeah. Well, sure. Jay was here. I'm assuming Jay was here. Well, Jay filmed the commercials. Yeah. What time do you get here to do that? Uh, two. Two. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, text yeah, the, the rest of the workers were gone by noon, I'm sure. Texture just sent in a an image of a shadowy figure wearing a cowboy hat and said Scott just posted this on his Twitter. <laughs> if he did, I mean, I'd, I'd die, but I'm sure that he didn't. Texture says the, uh, the FU2 guy is a mega douche. Uh, he might be. Texture says Trevor and his mom are like Happy Gilmore and Grandma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my goodness. Happy Gilmore and Grandma. That was my grandmother to begin with, actually. <laughs> Texture says no one should ever wear clothes with the F word on them. That guy's a loser. Um, Texas also says that they, sh- the they shouldn't have split screen for Judge Peary, but it's especially bad because he hasn't tied the AL Yankee or Yankee record yet. If he already had 61, it would be easier to understand. I agree with that. Like, yeah, they're trying to make it like 98, where they were cutting in for everything. You know, 
Like any time there was a guy hitting work. like, and it's just you you can't just. Are, is it because they're just trying to ignore that Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and McGuire existed? They're trying to ignore everybody besides Maris. They're trying to make it like yeah. for the they're, they're, the irony in that is in back in 1961. That's how they treated Maris to exactly. begin with. I mean, I don't even think they're trying to ignore. I think they're playing to the contingent of baseball fans that feels that way, right? Because there is a there's a segment of the baseball fan base that doesn't recognize any of the home runs hit during the steroid era. Damn, but how many of those are left? Because most of those guys are in their seventies anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's, some, but I mean, there's some, even some young. Like, I've got friends who are like, I don't recognize Bonds as a record holder. Which, what? I mean, there's always an argument to be made. Like, guess what? Like Bonds and Sosa and McGuire, they had to face pitchers that were on steroids that Roger Maris probably did. That Babe Ruth did. Babe Ruth also didn't play in a integrated league. Like it was just. <laughs> we got to play night games. You can, Ruth yeah, didn't have to do that. There, you can make a case <laughs> in every single direct. Like I, I get, like I don't like Barry Bonds. I, obviously, he was a cheater, but. You can yeah. also make cases that it's still the record's still the record. Is there any record that you you have that kind of attitude towards? Because there's one for me that you just like. I won't. You won't I acknowledge. I'm not acknowledging it. That the you know person A owns it. I'm going person B because person A did whatever. I feel like there's more than one for you on that front. There's only one that automatically comes to my mind. It's a weird one. You'll never guess it. I probably won't. <laughs> I don't think I would pretend to. I don't even know why. I can't I, think of one like that for me. Like it's one that I'm so like determined on. If I ever want Sports Jeopardy, I would answer it and if you told me wrong, I would like, get angry on live on television. Um, I feel like I have one like that, but I can't think of it right now. I mean, what, it's not what, Bond. What's yours? <laughs> no, it's not Bond. It's the single season sack record. Michael Strahan oh, doesn't own crap. Because they, they did Because he on cheated. He slid down and took a dive. You want you you I go on I go on there, I'll tell you right now, who owns the record? It's a tie between JJ Watt and Mark Gaston. I feel like you have You said tell this me before. otherwise, you are lying to me. I feel like you've said this before. Yeah. And it's not just because I don't like Strahan, because I don't, but it just it was so cheesy and stupid. He took a dive so he could get the sack. He didn't earn it. He's second. Deal with it, Michael. But he's great on Good Morning America or whatever show he's on. I wouldn't know. Like, I've never been to hell up. The only time I watch Good Morning America is when I'm going to bed. <laughs> Texas, there was actually a lot of those shirts at the game on Saturday, and I'm not sure why or where they came from. Is somebody? Is this like a marketing thing? I mean, like this is that was cool, like in the late '90s, right? With the where you get the hats and you take the, uh, the, the you take the letters off, so it lists "fu" on the hat. Or, or like the, where they, 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 the South Carolina hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, Those were very popular for a while. Yeah, and that was like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. But, I mean, this is like, you know, this is not, this is the actual word. This isn't like dancing around it with like FU, Furman University. I mean, I remember seeing the picture that rolled around of the, the Bengals fan who had the uh, the jersey that said, uh, I can't remember how to say, you, you, the reply you get when you when someone says who and you reply back with these. These, yeah. yeah. And it had like that on it. And it was like the number 69, I think. But I mean, that, like that's, you see that stuff kind of everywhere. I mean, like, you don't see like just blatant. Like, like, but that, but that, I mean, other than, other than other than just the, the blatant curse word, it's the same, same thing. I mean, it's a shirt you're making just to be, you think you're funny and you're trying to get looked at. Well, yeah, I think it's silly then, but I also like, it's not just like the actual word. Like that's, it's like saying like, I've got a shirt of like a hot chick and like, I've got a, chick, a shirt of like a hot chick, like fully naked in like a terrible, like, like that's, it's different. Well, no one's visual. The word is, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I wouldn't wear it, but I don't see any reason to like, I don't think it's anything bad. I think you, it's just curse you don't have a problem with anything. I don't have a problem with curse words. I think it's just over people are over over sensitive when it comes to curse words. It's like it's a curse word. Who cares? It's a word. Tish says uh, we should have scored seventy three like we did against Western, or like Western did. Why did I think they only scored seventy two? And how bad is FIU? 
That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. FIU was the other team. We mentioned Memphis coming in. <laughs> F, that FIU team that came in in one of those Charlie Strong years was the worst team that's ever played inside of Cardinal. Is Stadium. this the worst year for the state of Florida in terms of football programs? <sighs> They've had some balance. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, I know. Is since, UCF still the best team in Florida? <laughs> I mean, since the fourth night, I know Florida State's having a better year than normal, but. I mean, Florida looks bad. FIU just gave up 73. Miami's done. Miami's done. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's other schools, but. God. <laughs> uh, Texas, Trevor, this is a pro Brock radio show, and he also looked pretty good. He looked better than I thought he was going to look. Like I, Because I haven't seen him do anything besides fumble snaps and like, off, barely yeah. hand off. Like he, th- he put Some good touch on passes. He, he gave me a little bit of hope that if something happened to Malik, I'm not saying like we'd be better off with Brock Doman, but I think that Brock could at least manage games and keep us in games if if the situation calls for it. He threw the ball well. He did. <laughs> did you even see Brock Doman throwing the ball? No, I, I, I was, was going to say, was, I feel, you're, you're by, like, the, by the time he came in, I, it, the game was so out of hand, and it was I started doing other stuff with my phone while the game was playing on the TV. That's why you're the pro's pro. <laughs> can I say? So, so who is the real USF, South Florida, or the University of San Francisco? Yeah, I've got that USF like pullover, and it looks they have the same colors too. Like they're both golden green. I mean, it's the uh, who's the real USC? Well, I mean, San Francisco should be the real USF because they were there first. Like they've been around forever. USF is a relatively new school. Yeah, um, South Florida is, as a as a school as a sports program, I think came around seventy nine. Yeah, and the seventy nine eighty in football was in the early nineties. Well, because their first win as an FBS member was against us, and it was like two thousand three. That's football, USA. yeah, yeah, football. But I mean, even as a, as a, a sports program, they're still relatively. I new. think they came out like because if I'm not mistaken, that's where uh, the the coach that took Purdue to the Final Four in '80, Lee Rose. He that's where he left Purdue to take over the brand new South Florida program. Did he? Um, took two schools to the Final Four, by the way. And USC. I mean, let's be real. Like, there's only one USC. I, I never think of South Carolina and think I USC. don't either. I don't. I, I know. I, I just, it's, but you hear them refer to that sometimes. And it's like really. I mean, yeah. Um, which. I, Texas says, you're right, Mike. Only D-bags wear these shirts out in public. Side note, I have a shirt that says... We used to wear it on the house. (laughs) I have a shirt that says, let that S-word go. My friend's son-in-law said, ooh, there's a bad word on your shirt. I told him to stay quiet or I would tell his dad he read a bad word. He honestly thought he would be in trouble. Checkmate. (laughs) I guess that's the way you handle it. I like how he said not not wear it around the house. He will not wear it out of the house. Like, is that a night shirt? I mean, what do you, why would you get a shirt? Why would you buy any shirt that like you not intend to wear outside of the house? I don't know. That just baffles me. <laughs> Texas says, worst thing that Brett Favre ever did, taking that dive for stray on. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, we got a glimpse of the man who he was. That just that was just the that was just the taste of early 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 stuff. We knew after the Hail Mary in Cardinal Stadium who he was. <laughs> well, yeah. It just took the rest of the world thirty years to, to catch to on. Catch up, yeah. By the way, if you are in, maybe some of you are listening to this. If you are still like hero worshiping Brett Favre at this point, it's fine to like still celebrate his accomplishments at the at the Packers. But if you're still like he's a good guy, just got caught up in a bad situation. What are you doing? I mean, if you're a Packer fan, I have no problem with you liking Brett Favre. You I, should, I mean, I, as a person, well, as a person, no. But I mean, as you're a Packer fan, I think like, we still celebrate the good time. I'll give you an example. Don McNabb has had less than stellar off the field career since he left Philadelphia. He's had some issues running into things. Nothing like this. Though. Not this bad, no. But stealing millions regard- of dollars from the poorest citizens of your state and giving it for a volleyball <laughs> facility, and then openly, like the text messages show that he know he knew what he was doing was wrong, and like openly, they just like. 
doing all this stuff. I love my favorite is the governor's like, I can't go back to, I can't go to prison at my age. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's terrible. But if you're a Packer, I mean, I have no reason to, to like Brett Favre the Packer. But again, I think you can you, still like ha- like celebrate the good times and stuff. You can celebrate the athlete, the, the player, but you don't have to. You don't have to like, like person. And I, to I bring I, it back to our situation. Like I think we can say like I still enjoyed a lot of the stuff that like happened when Terrence Williams was playing here. I can recognize that he's not a great dude. Yeah. He's going to jail for a reason that he should be going to jail for. And I've brought this up with with celebrities as well. Like I I know you may you may may disagree with this, but I like I I love watching a Kevin Spacey movie. I'm not gonna let him babysit my kids. But I love I watch him in, as an actor or listen to an R. Kelly song. I'm just not gonna. I don't. They're horrible people, probably, and in some cases are officially. But but my point is, I'm like, not gonna make me like not enjoy what you know their profession. I guess my point is like there's still some people out there who are like he's just a good old boy. He, he didn't know what he was doing. Well, that's just and no, like you I mean, can't like you can't, I mean, you can't respect that person anymore at this point. No. Like he's you, you can respect he was a hell of a football player. Thinking if you're if you are a fan of him as a I mean even do Packer fans still love him? I mean, he did kind of. Play, I, they play for Minnesota. I mean, they still love him. I know. But most of them, I think, now are like, yeah, this is he's, he's not a good dude. Texas says, uh, those FU2 shirts come from Spencer's. I don't even know what Spencer's is. No, still, yes, you do. What's Spencer's? Spencer's Gifts? I don't know what it is. You've never been to a mall? No. You don't know what Spencer's Gifts is? I don't know what Spencer's is. Are you messing with me? You're screwing with me, aren't I you? I don't know what Spencer's no, is. No, there's no way. You Did you not have a childhood? What are you like... Are you the guy from Blast from the Past where you locked in a a, a bomb shelter for your old Can you just tell me what Spencer's is? It's like Hot Topic, but cooler. Do you know what a Hot Topic is? I know what Hot Topic is. Okay, just want to make sure. Only because TV. I mean, Spencer's Gifts sold like all the... the that's where you. That's where I bought my like, Chronic the Hedgehog shirt in sixth grade. And got in trouble for wearing it at Westport. I mean, that's where you That's where you bought all the the you know shirts that, looked, that, that were, yeah, questionable. Plus, it had all the cool, like, little, like, corny stuff, like fart noise machines. And yeah, you've never heard of Spencer Gifts. It's not, just based on the way you described it, it does not sound like a place I was going to be going to. It was to like the, the go to store in the mall if you were anywhere between, you know, ages of eight and adult and puberty. I think we had very different childhoods. Did you never go to a mall as a kid? I mean, rarely. We were always just playing sports. <sighs> Loser. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I still you can't. sports. I mean, the text line will back me up on this. How do you, I, I can't believe you don't know what Spencer Gifts is. I have no idea what Spencer's is. I mean, it's just. just <laughs> Texas, I'm an American Airlines 737 pilot. I can assure you that Miami is on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, for those, those people, those patrons of your airline, I hope you're right. <laughs> Texas, James Madison has now blown out Middle Tennessee, who just beat Miami, and beat Nap State, who beat Texas A&M. Scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you for the James Madison game? I'm not even confident in that game anymore. That game's moved from, well, that's the one we should win to 50-50. It's not even like me being worried. <laughs> it's just like, I'm more mad about scheduling the game than I already was. And I was pissed about scheduling the game when it happened. It's, it, it, I mean, were they stupid. any good five years ago when we scheduled it? They were the FCS national champions. <laughs> who scheduled it again? Vince. Get it out. I, I, I'm I'm not gonna say anything. You can say it. No, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be keep my tongue tied. That guy just texts me because I can't believe you don't know who he is. Spencer's is. I don't know. I've never. It I've blows never, his mind. Texas. How about them? T- or oh, this is T.J. Walker. 
How about them Tigers? And then also, Brett Favre is my favorite athlete besides Aaron Rodgers, but he's a huge piece of garbage off the field, the old gunslinger. That's, yeah. the, that's the right mentality. No, I agree. Like I said, if you're a Packer fan, you should, you should be like him as a player. You, you can, as long as you accept the fact he is a piece of crap out the field. Texas, I'm glad Andre McGee wasn't a very good player, so I can just hate him outright. <laughs> it's, it's a good Texas, I'm, it sometimes works out for you, right? Texas, I'm blown away that Mike doesn't know what Spencer's is. I mean... Texas, are we sure that Trevor didn't go to the Laws class at some point? Kevin Spacey movies rock, and that proves that Favre isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey movies are good. It's a great argument. He's a great actor. Texas, Mike, you totally would have gone to Spencer's. I've never been you would, to I Spencer's. mean, it is right up your alley, too. None like, of that 13-year-old Mike alley. would have been like... You would you'd have been in heaven at Spencer's. That Every was, kid was loving going to Spencer's. That was not... That was not me. Did you did you really never go to the Mall St. Matthews? Very rare. I was not a mall kid at all. I did not like going to the mall. You didn't have that phase where you hung out at the mall when you were like in middle school and No. What did you do? Went to people's houses and played sports. Well, you didn't play sports all the time. I mean you hung out, right? And did stuff. I played sports a lot. We did like travel ball. That's when I was, that started. I went for, like from football. I was played a lot of golf, did t- tennis a few years. I had football to basketball to baseball every year. Oh, that, that, the last week when you said you were a late bloomer to get a kiss, now I'm starting to understand. Like, <laughs> I just yeah. didn't go to malls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mall, like my friends like didn't hang out at malls. Like we just were not the mall age. I mean, there's, there's always a mall age. I mean, and, and I know you're just a few years behind me, but still, I mean, this wasn't a thing that we did. Man. Went to Tinseltown a lot. <laughs> I wonder, there's got to be a. I, I had to have like thrown you out of Joe Muggs or something at one point. I mean, <laughs> Joe Muggs. Yeah, because I, I managed Joe Muggs Cafe next to Tinseltown for almost a year. Oh, we just yeah, we just hang out in front of Tinseltown. And I would, that was the thing and, to do. when and uh, that was the, the thing that would drive me nuts on Friday nights is you would have all the kids. Now, granted, I was eighteen when I worked there, so this was ninety eight, and all the kids would come over. You, you, your little geeks would come over from Tinseltown and let me get a americano or. <laughs> let me let me let me get a, a frappe. Like I'm so cool, and I want to sit out here. I'm mean, talking about when I was like 13, 14. I was I was still like six years away from tasting a cup of coffee. I was not going to Joe Mugs and ordering an americano. What kind of childhood do you have? No, I was coffee, trying to get away with no Spencers. I was trying to get away with smoking cigarettes in seventh grade. Lord, I was not you, going to drink coffee. Poor child, man. Glenville was boring. <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't realize Spencers was the height of teenage love. Yeah, <laughs> you just seen the posters. It was just just for just for the posters. It was worth going to Spencer's. Texas says the post Spencer's poster catalog was second to none. Thank you. Of course, now granted, this is before the internet, so I mean, you can keep in mind what we're talking about. Apparently, it was in Oxmoor. Yeah, uh, not that I was in St. Matthews, but maybe it was in Oxmoor. Spencer's. Uh, was, I thought Spencer's was in Oxmoor Mall, but I guess it was St. Matthews Mall. They had a lot of gag gifts and tasteless joke books, whoopee cushions, fake vomit, oh, yeah. etc. You had like the the golf stuff too. I mean, it was it was everything, man. It was man. I just Texas Mike. It sounds like you were the character Spike from Little Giants was based off your childhood. <laughs> kind of. I was big in sports. I also was very big for my age. I stopped growing it in sixth grade. I mean, I was. I mean, I was in the sports. I was that too. But I mean, I still wanted to be cool and like, you know, hang out with the kids, hang out with my friends. I mean. Texas, every trip to the mall was a cherry ice pepperoni stromboli and a trip to Spencer's to look at bikini posters. <laughs> <laughs> My friends just told me it was, it was one in Jefferson Mall, too. Jefferson, But if you avoided Jefferson Mall, I'm not going to I'm not gonna critique you for that one. <laughs> I'm going to let you slide with that. <laughs> My wife has your back. Thank you! Mary says, 
everyone's heard of Spencer's, and I lived in a town an hour from a mall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? I never, never heard of it. I mean, it's even referenced in, like, shows and stuff. I mean, I just don't know. Like, I get you to be like, oh, I didn't go there. It wasn't my thing. Because I've never, I've never been, never I've, I've never been to a Hot Topic because it was kind of like a. I know Hot Topic from South Park. Well, Hot, Hot Topic was kind of like the ripoff of Spencer's. Like they did like the, because they do shirts and stuff. But Hot Topic was like a goth store. But right? Hot, and Hot Topic was mostly clothing. Spencer's was everything. Like that person said they did gag gifts, posters, t-shirts. It was mostly for t-shirts, but I mean, that's where I bought, like I said, I, I remember buying my Chronic the Hedgehog shirt in sixth grade and wearing it and getting in trouble for it. <sighs> Blind spot. I did not know. Did not know. I didn't realize it was already five o'clock. Somebody said, if Beavis and Butthead was a store, it would be Spencer's. That's I mean, it's this, a good call. This is what it sounds My like. My boy Yates with that when I gave him credit. This, this is what it sounds like. All right, uh, real quickly. I, I guess I got to get in this plug real quickly before it. First Baker's Trust. If you have money, you want to invest it wisely, you need help, there's only one place Buy to go. Spencer's. <laughs> not Spencer's. It's First Baker's Trust. If you want to find out more about how they can take your money uh, to the next level, your wealth <laughs> management game, let me, let me do the read. Okay. Go to firstbakerstrust.com. Banking, financial success, it all starts with trust. Uh, real quickly, Giants, Cowboys, tonight, I know this is pertinent to your interest as an NFC East fan. Who you got? Um, this is a tough one because I kind of want to root for the Dallas because I want to be the only undefeated team left in the NFC. But – I just hate the Cowboys that much, and I know we're better than the Giants anyway, so go G-Men. I'm going to say Giants win. I'm rooting for them now. Who do I think will win? Um, I think Dallas wins. I think Giants win. What's his line? Uh, it's in Giants, so it's probably Giants minus three. New maybe. York by one. By one, yeah. I won't touch it. It's going to be a boring game. Can't be much boring than last night's say, game. Can't be worse than Sunday Night Football, oh, which is rare. Oh, good Lord. That's, All right. Ugh. We're out of here. we got Jody Dumbling and the Cardinal Insider up next. Uh, more Spencer's talk tomorrow. Enjoy Bats Baseball at 635 as well. Nick Curran with the coverage will start at 605. Everyone have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock.